sleepy. <laughs> I got to about it's 11 o'clock. It's recording already. Let me see if this thing works. Is it finally gonna upload? It's not uploading. Something's going on with the software. Yeah. Look, sometimes you gotta laugh at these things. I think I better fall back. This is for Reggie. This is for Reggie. Float. I think I need a fallback. My night. Fallback. I think I need a fallback. Why are you like that? Play games. I like to hear the voice, the man. I love hearing the man. Like it just, it just shows like the emotion. But you got It's not even a fact that you're playing it, or you play it. Hold on, before we go into that, hey, we're back. Black people listen. White people nosy. We have Kalima. Kalima, and we have Nephi Billion. Nephi Billion without the S. So they're both in the building today. We're just playing uh, Nephi's song, Fallback. I have the original, original version before the world got the version that they got. So she's upset about that. She's like, oh, my gosh, why do you keep on playing this version? We just played about 15 times because we couldn't figure out why this software wasn't working. And why well, I couldn't figure it out. And I figured it out, I guess, we couldn't live stream to YouTube at the same time. YouTube was kicking us out. So... Uh, YouTube, you suck. You know what I mean? So, so I guess the topic for today is fallback. That's Nephi's song. And the reason why we call it, so let's do fallback. At least why I want to do fallback is because it's a real topic. Like women fall back for real. Guys fall back, right? And um, how you feel, Kalima? You looking at me like, what is this <laughs> guy about to me, say? Yeah, oh my gosh, are you, are you falling in love? No, no, I'm just talking shit. So Kalima here is uh, Nephi's sister, and she says that, uh, let's see if I, I don't want to be too loud in your ears, but um, Kalima says that she um, is a professional traveler. That's what she does, right, for a living? I said that, she just agreed. Oh, what do you do? What do you do for a living? Um, I live. She lives. She is, so this uh, light-skinned African-American woman here <laughs> just lives. You know, you don't get a lot. A lot of people wish they could just live. That's a blessing, you know what I mean? It is. So you, she, she comes from, like, a royal family or something? The royal, royal, the royal cosmetic family? Very royal. L'Oreal? Uh, Johnson & Johnson? <laughs> what is that? No, no, no. Something we built as a family. As a family? So how long y'all fa- your family has been in that business, whatever business they're in, porn, um, porn business? The business that I'm working right now started in 2019. Okay, that's, um, cool. that's pretty new. Is yeah, it multi-level marketing or is it just straight uh, selling products to consumers? Yeah. Direct to consumer? Yeah. Uh, you don't go to stores? You're not in stores or anything? Is there any products? We have products in stores in Atlanta and a few, you know, like shops and things like that. Boutique but shops? But mostly it's online sales. Do you feel like... Um, do you feel like Atlanta supports the minority community? I mean, you get to travel for a living, so I'm assuming it does, right? 
It does. It's not just based in Atlanta. Our products go worldwide, though. Okay. Yeah. Like how far? As far as Africa, Australia, UK. Wow. London. What kind of product is it? If you don't, I mean, I, I know she's like very elusive about giving information about her product. Well, my brother is uh, sort of a world influencer, right? Uh, on the internet? Yeah. Uh, Known all over. So African American dude? Yes. Cool. Okay. I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, my it's, brother. Your brother could be anything. Your brother could be your brother in law. It He's could my be real brother. Your blood brother. Blood Thank brother. You. I mean, you, you, you could be my real sister. You don't have to be blood. I mean, don't, yeah, so. But, um, okay, so your brother's a world influencer. And like so he's on social media and stuff, doing yes. heavily. Okay, he's doing his thing. Cosmetics, you said, right? No, it's health. It's uh, we sell products called Goat Water, which it mineralizes the body. It can activate the penile gland. It basically cre- it creates that mind body connection. Okay. So for people who are in business, who like to produce things, who are very busy, who need energy and need to use their time wisely, that's what we sell. We sell Goat Water, Lion's Mane. Sea moss, vitamin yeah, C. Cool we got all the good. Stuff. I might have to hook up your brother. I want to talk. I want to talk to you. Maybe I'll hook your brother up with my boy if he's willing to. I have a friend of mine who gets. Uh, he's from uh, what part of Africa? He's from what's that? What's that sea moss he gets? That that ball gets. Your favorite guy, your number one guy, nephew. Oh. Uh, this sea moss from Africa. He gets. Um, man, I used to always. I was like, man, this is from Africa. It's a little island off of Africa. Near Cape Verde, I think, or something like that. Oh, man. It starts with a Z. Not Zimbabwe. Because I was just about to say Zimbabwe. Zanzibar. Zanzibar. Your brother gets his sea moss from there, Zanzibar? No. My boy gets it from Zanzibar. No, but the sea moss that he has is Chondrus Crispus. Crispus Chondrus, which is a sustainable brand. It's a sustainable. Um, it's supposed to be one of the purest. Right. Oh, for real. And yeah. it, it, so he got a good. He got it a lasts good a long time. What do you mean sustainable? Like it, it doesn't it doesn't expire like the other ones or something or like Just what, as after far you process as the it. The minerals inside of it. Okay. It's gonna do what it needs to do. It's fire for the body. That's good. That's good. And it's called gold. You said G O A T. Gold water. Gold. G O L D. Yes. G-O-L-D. Actual gold water. That's fire. There's gold in there. Yeah. For a little real? gold. A little, oh, they put like a, did they put like a trinket of gold in there, like a bar of gold no. while they process it's the water? It's the process of how it's made, the gold water. Uh, if you go up to the site, goldewater.com. Okay, fire, fire. So welcome to, thank you, Goldwater, for being here. I mean, maybe you can get them as a sponsor for the show. We're a nonprofit here, too, so maybe they might want to donate some money to some of us. You know, poor, folks like, poor folks who can't travel. No, I'm joking. We love we love everything we love especially minority businesses or any type of business but you know black people listen white people are nosy so we have to give them a little bit of information you know what i mean so black people out there if you're listening you know what i mean goldwater check it out see if you can become a distributor if you could become uh, uh put in your retail store you know what i mean support another minority business you know what i mean so thank you so much for goldwater again so we got nephew here. We started off with nephew, and you know, everybody who knows me, they know like I go all over the place. I mean, I start with a conversation in one place, it goes to the next place, it's the ADHD. That's a bad thing, right? So, uh, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to fix that. It's a bad thing depending on the lens that you're looking at it from. It's a bad thing when you, when yeah. ADHD is only bad 
when you want a, to have a person with a one track mind who yeah. does the same thing every day. Yeah. And if you're not that type of person, then ADHD is great for you when you learn how to manage your mind in a way. And I think that you do a great job at managing your mind. Thank you so much. I respect your process. I understand you. your process because I'm Aquarius. Big, big, too. big, big, big Aquarius is in the building. Big Aquarius is in the building. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, no, thank you. I, I, you know, I have a question about that ADHD, right? So mm -hmm. we're, we're Aquariuses together, you know what I mean? And uh, what, what are, what's your sign? Kalima? Capricorn. Capricorn. Oh, I hate you guys. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> you love you, Capricorn. You, you, know, you know I'm in love with the Capricorn. <laughs> I'm in love with the Capricorn. Like I'm in love with the stripper. She doesn't strip for me, but I'm in love with the Capricorn. <laughs> you know who you are. So, um, <laughs> shout out to my you, sis. Bop, bop. <laughs> not you today, maybe tomorrow. But, um, so, uh, Nafto, so you've ever dated a, a guy with ADHD? Huh? I'm in love with someone who has ADHD, and For that is real? myself. Me? Oh my gosh! Thank you, thank you. Oh no, that is me. I don't even know what's going on. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you so much for. Oh no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm I was definitely you. talking about my own self. Yourself, okay. Um, okay. Neff is like a sister to me. Nephi, a billion without exactly. S. So exactly. when I talk to her, like I said to her, I said, if well, if we're on camera like we normally do, we didn't, we're not doing that today. We're just doing audio. But if we're on camera like we normally are, you know, Nephi's like, uh, you know, she's very shapely, beautiful girl, a minority black girl, whatever, however you want to call it. Um, black, black is not the minority. This sorry. is our planet. I'm sorry. Uh, so African woman. <laughs> this is our universe. African this is our queen. whole entire galaxy. I'm yeah, I'm sorry. My apologies. <laughs> So, uh, you know, that, that, you know, we talked about that before, like, you know, like the minorities becoming the majority. Yeah. And the numbers are probably way off right now, but they don't want to tell us. I the mean, truth. well, we're the, we're the minority only here in America. Yeah. And that's by genocide. So and, we can we can have that conversation. And the biggest continent in the world is Africa. And if Africa is the biggest continent it's mostly comprised 99 percent of dark skinned people, indigenous so, Aboriginals, yeah. colored people, colored. melanated people. Yeah, melanated. People. Melanated people are not the minority. No, they're not technically. No. I mean, so it's in the universe. Thing. But we don't want to scare them off. You know I mean, <laughs> I know the, the nosy ones out there. Are like, oh my gosh, are they? How are we going to be extinct? Oh, you, you saw what uh, your boy did. Um, uh, I was watching Elon Musk from Tesla. You know, he has like seven or ten. He has a crazy number of kids. I think seven kids. Oh, Elon Musk. Elon I Musk. can believe that. And he's like, yeah, I'm trying to preserve my race. And, and that's why he cares wow. about the future because he understands that his children is going to have to live in this world when he leaves. Yeah. So yeah. it but, makes sense. But I mean, what I was going back to, what I originally was asking, while I was asking if you had any guys you dated ADHD, you know, we're going back to the fallback thing, right? You know, how you fell back, how women fall back, guys fall back from certain relationships. And that's just, that's all of us. That's not just Nephi. She's right there breathing hard right now because she's. <laughs> thinking about her no her because fallbacks. i'm no really it's nothing to breathe hard about it's something mm -hmm. to move easily into i want to keep your music in the background because i just love how it sounds you know in this song that she hates me playing so much she has all the version this version has her talking to all the men at that time on and this was like 2020 2019 this is recorded. okay first of all <laughs> what, what we not finna do is make it seem like these are just the men that had a special place in my heart at one point. Still do. It's not, ain't no still do. Still do. It's not still do. You don't think so? Like it's not a, oh shoot, there goes Wolfpack girl, Cindy, she just walked in the building. Uh, she, she just fell back recently on her on her mans. 
We're talking about falling back. He just back. be talking people information, like For business, real. like she had a, she who's had, listening to this? She had, she had, she had like this. It's on Spotify. Who's? We're on Spotify and all. Like, no. As soon as we put it out, it goes out Spotify. Boom! Immediately, two seconds. But you gotta close the door, Cindy. You got your makeup done and everything. Where you going? Oh, with the same dude. Oh my god. She, she had like a celebrity boyfriend recently. A shout out to the celebrity boyfriend. You know who you are, my brother. I'm saying that was uh, Cindy's boyfriend, and uh, she fell back from him, blocked all his numbers, everything. It's crazy. It be like that. Why girls do that though? Like, you could just say, "Okay, I want to talk to you." Like, you have to block all the numbers. You have to cancel that energy out. Cancel the energy for real. This guy was amazing energy. Great guy. Yeah, cut the cord on him. She has a secret too, a secret. I don't. I know the secret. Well, it's not a secret no more. Who has a secret? Cindy had a secret. Oh, please don't I'll, tell Cindy. I'm not gonna tell her secret. Yeah, we don't. I don't want to know Cindy. I won't tell her secret. I'm not gonna tell her secret. Cause I'm, I'm thinking about like Victoria's Secret. She should come out her own, uh, some type of line or something. Cindy Secret. I mean, we got the product woman right here in the oh building. My God. I mean, the, we have Kalina in the building, making products, turning turning water into gold. <laughs> but you know technically water is gold right no like are you kidding me do you know what the number one product is in the world the number one product in the world do you know the number one? i remember when i was doing uh the coffee thing i was doing uh what's the coffee company in mlm that everybody was doing one time? uh something gold uh anyways whatever the, pro the the coffee company was they're like hey the number one product in the world and this is really true is water number one product in the world i think i remember that Number one product in the world. Number one commodity in the world is water. Everybody needs water. Your body's comprised mostly of it. My, my cousin, right? He's in two... Speaking of uh, water, do you have water? Yeah, we have a whole, bunch, a whole um, cooler. That big ice thing that we had out there, mm -hmm. it's full of water. Okay. So we can get some cold water. Maybe I'll call someone and tell them to bring us some water. You want some water? Mm -hmm. That joint that you're smoking has got you uh, feeling parched. You're feeling cotton mouth. You should see your no, eyes I like just like over. <laughs> Like, uh, no, I just like to drink water. Yeah, I know my eyes. And my, yeah, I know. Yeah. Listen, I'm look at this. You. Look at this. Yeah. I know. I, that don't mean nothing. You smoking that big old, that big wolf old G. You know what I'm saying? Of course you're gonna be, you're gonna be your eyes gonna be glazing. Advertising. I like. I like what you just did there. That was. It's I like true. that. It's I like true. that. <laughs> I mean, what was my job? My job is to advertise, right? We're talking about gold water and and uh, wolf old G and all these other things. Why does it seem like my mic is just like it's in and out, in and out. I guess when because mom, you got that song playing in the background, <laughs> you need to just go ahead and turn <laughs> it off. Uh, I'm right there trying to tell the, the guy. I'm trying to tell the guy that's out there to bring water. I'm telling him drink water. I mean drink, drink water and mind your business. Remember that song? Yeah. I love this song though. Yeah. Maybe hold on, let me let y'all hear this part real quick. I actually like this part. She doesn't like the intro. Live performance? Oh no, not for free. Not for free? What, what do you, what, so what does it cost for, I mean, how, how long have you been doing music for? I have been doing music for five years now five years? Okay, that's cool mm -hmm. you know nephew is an amazing but I, amazing song i've been doing music for five years but i've been doing poetry for a lot longer yeah. and i actually started performing as a poet so. oh for real where, where were you performing at spoken word all over broward miami winwood art basil do you get paid for that yes i was getting paid good oh, for real? and then the poetry actually me doing poetry um led to me i got i got introduced to doing music um, 
by accident. Wow. Somebody seen me doing poetry and it was like, I bet you could rap. And so, yeah. And so I challenged myself to write a rap and then I, they heard it and they was like, that was lit. And so it was like history from there. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. How much did you get paid doing uh, poetry? If you don't mind me asking. Remember One Slam? Wheel? I mean, I made a lot of money off poetry because I used to do poetry slams. Do you remember One so. Will? One Will was like a big poet yes. in Miami. And, then, away a couple and he got ago. killed. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a crazy story. I mean, that was crazy. And he was amazing. Yeah. Like, he's like a, he's a, he's a poet. poet. He's a, it's, well, spoken word. He's a spoken word legend yes. here in Miami. Yeah. Like no, you, no, when no, you no, mention no, his no. name, you gotta press one of those little colors on that button, so something. You gotta throw it big for him because he's a, and he didn't deserve what happened. We gotta give him the, you know, things up there. We know he's up there somewhere. You know what I mean? So we gotta give him the little fairy dust. I mean, right. But uh, yeah, man, it sucks, man. It sucks. You know, what's this right here? Oh gosh, no, that was that was not for one love. No, at all. Too much love for him. I mean, right. You know, I got a song. You know, before I go, I mean, I want to talk about this fallback thing, but there's this guy who came to the studio last night, right? You know, we have a recording studio, and it was his birthday, and these guys came in, three guys recorded, right? Mm-hmm. And this one guy, it's always the one guy who doesn't really, who doesn't, who doesn't really do me, like, how you tell your story just now, like, how you, like, wasn't even a, a rapper, and you just did poetry, and you mm-hmm. went in there and rapped, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, this guy was not even a, like, he's not even a rapper, right? And he went in the studio like, hey, man, I've recorded twice before. Let me try this out. You know what I mean? And it was for his birthday. I really want you to hear it, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear it real quick? This is uh, brand new. Nobody's heard this before, right? Because this was recorded last night. And tell me your honest opinion if you don't like it. But I, and I did, you know, you know me. I put my own, my little swag thing on there. Like things that, I'm not an engineer. I'm, the, I'm t- too garbage. But, you know, shout out to the amazing engineers out there. You always um, say that, and I would choose you over half of these engineers that well, are out you know, here, like, seriously. But, but I have an ear for what what I think should be, like, you know? So I have an ear, and I love music, I mean? So I'm, I'm actually coming out with an album, too, for real. But uh, we're going to talk about that, because I'm not putting an album out because I like to show my face and everything. So I'm not putting an album out as myself under a pseudonym. And one day, we'll hear, maybe you'll never hear about the pseudonym, but... It's gonna be a crazy album. It's not gonna be uh, an album, a typical album that comes out. I've been speaking about it, right? If I tell people what it is, they're gonna know who I am, and then that's a problem. So I'm just gonna fall back. (laughs) (laughs) You like that? I like how you did that. I like how you did that. that. So, hold on. Let you hear this song. This is a guy named Will, right? This is him. Tell me what you think about it. I know you mad, nigga. I know you mad, nigga. I know you mad, cause I'm winning. Forgive me, I've been sending. But difference is the beginning. I solo niggas be tripping. Drown a nigga in the well. Hate to see a nigga swimming. I've been trying to fight the current. Now I'm about to make a killing. All a nigga know is poverty. You mad, cause he's stealing. When a nigga lacking money, how you think he gonna get it? Quick to rob a nigga Glock 9 with the clip extended. Big AK with a drum. Holly recommend it. Close your mouth and listen to the words that a nigga spitting. Fighting for your life like rolling dice. In this epidemic, cutting dude. School dropped out. Got the windows tinted. Started shipping green to the fees. Need a representative. Steady getting lifted on a mission. Trying to chase a ticket to a bigger crib in the Ville. What if this is picket? Gotta be careful where you at. You might be the menace. Judging by your color, they gon' watch you like every minute. I know you mad, nigga. I know you mad, nigga. 
know you mad, nigga. I know you mad cause I'm winning my pockets, you been skimming So when you see a nigga up, I know it give you a crazy feeling See a nigga in the same car like a nigga twin and take another brother from Yeah, this guy named Will Never rapped before, he said he did only two songs ever in the studio I was like, wow, this guy got a talent You know, the problem is like You see people like this and you say to yourself, you know This guy is like, and he's a po- he writes poetry too mm-hmm. I just remembered that He said, yeah, I write poetry I decided to you rap twice Wow, yeah. I used to write poetry also You know, I, know. Think, I think when you write poetry It gives you cadence And it, get, it, yeah. it gives your lyrics juice You probably can hear me breathing because I'm so fat <laughs> Like I feel like 500 pounds sometimes <laughs> Which one is it? Which one is it? Yeah, that's for the for the fat guys like me. You know what I'm saying? Just love yourself. You know what I'm saying? Love you, love you, love your weight. I mean, I swear, <laughs> nobody heard you. Really. I heard my like I snorted a little bit. I was like, oh shoot, I feel like I'm snoring while I'm sitting. You know, like I'll be sitting down sometimes. People are like, oh man, they'll look back at me. I'm like, what's what happened? Man, I thought you're snoring. I thought you're you're asleep. I'm not, bro. Like I'm awake. I'm just fat, man. Like. I bought a Peloton though. I bought a Peloton. What is that? The Peloton. I bought the treadmill, not the bicycle. Oh. The one that has the screen on it. I mean, I'm trying to be like the rich people, like the people out there who could travel the world, like gold water. I'm trying to pour that gold water out of my pores. You know what I'm saying, shout out okay. to gold water out there. You know, I keep on. Okay. I gotta keep on name dropping, show love. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I bought Peloton, and it's crazy because my daughter been on the Peloton with me. I went on Peloton yesterday. I went on Peloton two days ago for the first time. I've had it for like two weeks or three weeks now, right? And I went on Peloton. I put it for a 20-minute, 20-minute, um, uh, what was that thing when you, not the jog, the 20-minute uh, power walk. I must have done eight minutes. I was like, oh, my gosh. My, I, I almost fell off it four times, right? You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm about to fuck. This is over with. Like, I'm not doing this. My brother, my brother was playing video games. He saw me almost fall the first time. He's like, oh, he didn't say nothing. He's like, I'm not going to get kicked out today. You know what I mean? <laughs> but, uh, but, but it's like. But, you but, did it wrong. No, you I, did it wrong. I was walking on the thing. No, I'm, I'm talking about like anytime you're trying to build a new habit. Start you don't slow. just. Exactly. You don't, you don't go in one time, do a power walk for 20 minutes. Listen. Guess what you just told your brain? What? Your brain. I, I do not want to do that shit again. Ask my. And so then I bet you only did it one time that's and not, you didn't get you know, back on it. All my girlfriends, my wife, you know what I'm saying? My wife knows my girlfriends. She don't like them. But, you know, they all know. I just go in fast and hard real quick. You know, I'm trying to get everybody. Wait a minute. I don't fall back from nothing. I just, I keep everybody on the team. You know, I did fall back though recently. I had two girlfriends and I had my wife and then uh, you know my wife doesn't like the idea of the the life that I'm trying to live I'm trying to build a family I'm trying to build uh, a lot I mean and I believe in my my whole spirituality changed my whole mentality changed ever ever since I took my 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 trip through San Pedro which is like ayahuasca and so on I did that trip and just my whole perception of life and I started looking at biblically I was like man like all these guys in the bible they had multiple like wow I mean, as, you know, biblically, as long as you can afford it, you know what I'm saying? And thank God he's been blessed me with the ability to afford it. You know what I mean, so I just, you know, I had to fall back for one of them, though. You know what I mean, I was like, she was just too crazy. Pisces, I'm sorry for the Pisces. I mean, not all Pisces, you know what I'm saying? But, you know I mean, uh, you know, I just had a problem, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, a wolf, you know what I mean? It's, I mean, a man is purpose to spread the seed, right? I mean, women have How the whole. How do you manage thing, all you know of that energy from all of these different ladies? So imagine, like, I mean, uh, is to me right now I have like a perfect relationship right now. You know what I mean, 
perfect. You know what I mean? Everybody's understanding. You know, I work hard. You know what I mean? And as long as I'm able to take care of my responsibilities, which is the most important thing, that's what I do. You know what I mean? I'm not able to spend that much time with anybody specifically, right? Because I work a lot. You know what I mean? But, uh, and, and, and you know, it's so crazy. Like, I was, I was reading an article and from with Nick Cannon, and you know how he's... He's so he believes in like a polyamorous relationship or that type of lifestyle, and he has multiple children, and he's spreading a seed. And I, I respect it and I love that. Like that was my dream when I was a kid. Like when I was a kid, like a shout out to Will Smith, not Will Smith, <laughs> Nick Cannon. I'm about to say Will Smith, but no, my dream when I was a kid it was like, hey, I'm gonna have I, my actual dream when I was a kid. This sound it might sound wild, right? But I want to buy an apartment building, right? Maybe like 15, 20 stories high. Tear, out, tear down each floor and make each floor one apartment and have a baby mother living in every single floor. Wow. And I want to have a different, I want to have a different race. I want to have a Chinese, I want to have a Haitian, a, a Filipino, a, you know, I just want my children to be diverse. I want them all to be raised and grow together. And my baby brother, you know, God bless that he passed away. Uh, he, was, he was murdered, um, I guess like two years now, I think, almost two years. And um, he has three kids, you know what I mean? And I, it's like, he was 23 years old. He started young, I think at 16 or 17, had his first one. I mean, she's, I think, almost seven years old now. And um, uh, I think he's, well, he's 24 now because he's passed. You know, I, I lost track of time. But um, but um, he has three kids and all his kids, they raise with each other. Like, his, he just had a, a newborn right before he passed. She was uh, maybe like three or four months old. I mean, but all the kids get to raise with each other. and you know, all the baby mothers are awesome. And it's like, you know, I mean, to me, that's like, like, I'm not saying I'm jealous of that, but I am jealous of that. Like, I'm so happy. I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud of the legacy he's left. You know what I mean? He has one son, two daughters. So that's amazing. You know, shout out to my baby brother up there. You know what I'm saying? In the, the dust, the, the, the spiritual dust world. You know I mean? Whatever you look at. I mean, as, as a Jewish, Jewish man, you know what I mean? A Jewish minority, you know, we believe in reincarnation. So I know he's out here. I'm saying waiting to come back, you know. So he might come back as uh, uh, what, 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 what would you come back as? I mean, maybe a, a puppy dog or something. I'm know. not coming back. You're not coming back. I'm not coming back. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, I've already ascended. I'm just here again as a master teacher. But you know, they said, well, hey, shout out to master teacher. <laughs> I'm Nathan. not coming back. Though. Okay, so back to this multi-family because I, I want to ask you some questions. Yeah, ask me some questions. What's okay, that? Okay, so you said um, you have other girlfriends. Yeah, I had two girlfriends. Do you have children and, by those girlfriends? Um, that's something we'll talk about another time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Working on all that, right? You know what? Like, I, I know me, hell. Listen, yeah. I know you. Yes. And I love you. Us Aquariuses. And you know, like, how CJ said, every time I talk to Nick, I feel like I'm finna get in trouble. Yeah. 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 I just be talking that real shit, that yeah. true shit. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And I know you, I love you, I know yeah. who's seen. Yeah. Yeah. I know, you know, yeah. Your people. Yeah. And I feel like I hear I hear you. Yeah. And I know what it what it feels like to ascend in a way. Yes. And still have people around you that doesn't see light from your eyes. Yes. They they don't they don't see what you see. And I'm saying that to say that your newfound awareness is for you. Yeah, it's for me. It's it it is for you. Yeah. But I think that it's kind of selfish. No. To hold on, wait. Let okay. me just let me just let me just let me. I want to hear it. Let me share a perspective. I want to hear it. I want to hear yeah. it. Yeah. In my opinion. Yeah. It's selfish to 
force something on someone and I'm not saying that that's what you're doing yeah. but in my opinion it's selfish to force something on someone that they didn't sign up for and mm -hmm. I feel like unless two people agree yeah it when two people come in agreement yeah that alone creates harmony yeah. and balance so if two people are not in agreement your plan may not as be successful as you think it'll be. It may be for now because the dust hasn't settled. But when you think in long term, and that's yes. the that's the that's the problem when people have ADHD. Yeah. Sometimes it's so split focus that there's no long term. No, I mean, you get I'm, what I'm saying? I'm always focused on, on on the long term. Most everything I do, I think about the long term, right? But at the same time, if you if people who know me, they know that I'm a provider not just for my household, like I'm provided for many, many people. I mean, many people on payroll, many people who, I mean, I looked at my in my invoice box and I mean, I'm not trying to say I'm rich out there, but it was over half a million owed out to me from people, I mean, and it's like, wow. And that's the stuff that I have paperwork for. I mean, I'm sure there's way more out there, right? And I keep on giving, 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 and even in my household, I've given everything. You know, you know, like she's my wife works if she wants to. That's her choice. I'm saying I want her to have a business. I want her to grow. I want to be whatever. She has a degree in college, but she, that's her choice. I mean, and she gets to live the life that she wants. Everything that she wants is she she receives everything. There's nothing that she can ask. She has asked for that she has not received. My case, like, hey, your choice. But the one thing that I uh, that I wanted in life other than everything else I've done was this I mean and I was like wow like I do everything that you want you have the life that most people want because you live in a nice home you have, not, drive a nice car you don't ever have to ask for money you know you never have to you don't work unless you want to you don't clean unless you want to you don't cook unless you want to like I'm like hey if I don't ask for anything I provide everything for you you know what I mean? Other than whatever you do for yourself, right? You know, like, this is what I'm asking for. I mean, I'm not asking, I'm not saying, hey, you have to be on board. I'm just letting you know because I want to be honest and open with you. So what I did was, when that happened, when I went through my spiritual walk and I saw this was the path I needed to walk, you know, I went and I spoke to her. I said, hey, listen, and we cried and everything. I was like, yo, like, you know, I did the spiritual walk. I mean, the same day, I was like, you know, I'm, you're, you're going to hate what I'm about to tell you, but, you know, I need to have multiple partners I need to have multiple wives I mean and she was like oh why it feels like I'm not enough for you I'm like yo like I don't want to give too much for business but it's like you know I'm like no it's not about that like this is what I need in my life I mean and you know this is what's keeping me from being happy I mean it's not I'm not one of these guys I don't go to clubs you know that I don't go party I don't go you know if I yeah I smoke a little weed whatever blah blah but I just started that because of the spiritual and the, the healing process that's behind it I believe in it in the medic medicinal and spiritual way you know what I mean but I never smoked anything my whole years 30 something years of my life prior you know what I mean and I uh, never did anything 30 something years of my life prior and it's like hey you know for this guy who does you know who tries to be as positive and great as he can and make sure that you're great I mean, like you never need or want for anything. You know, if he says, hey, the only thing I'm asking you for is this. So then I spoke to her about it and she said, nah, she didn't want to. We spoke about it again. She said, nah, she didn't want to. I spoke to her about three or four times and I spoke to her like, and then, knowing my, you know, anybody who knows me, they know I'm driven. You know, I go after the things I want to get 
done in life. I'm not one of these guys who speaks about things and I don't try to achieve it. You know what I mean, everybody knows that she even knew that. She told my friends that before. She's like, I know him. Like, you know, he spoke to me so many times about it, and I know he's gonna try to do it without me. You know I mean, is she in agreement with it? She. So at one point, it's and it's kind of a crazy situation, right? Because she agreed to it more than once, and she'll tell you to this day, oh, no, I never did, but. I have like four friends who can say, yeah, I was there. I heard her. She talked to me privately. She said, hey, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to know nothing about it. I mean, if he's going to do it, he does what he does, but I don't want to be a part of it. I don't want to know nothing about it. I was like, okay, no problem. Does she know about it? She knows. I mean, she knows about it, but she doesn't want to know. She doesn't like, like, she doesn't want to communicate with, she don't want me to communicate. Like, like, I would love to say, hey, I was with blah, blah, blah last night. We're going out to take a trip or we're gonna I'm going to dinner with blah blah whatever you know what I mean I would love to say that because I, I would prefer to have an open and honest relationship mm-hmm. and not to say it's dishonest because I'm I've but she doesn't want that I mean but I'm, oh, like that- one time she asked me one time right I was going on a trip and she's like oh are you going with blah blah on the trip I'm like yeah that's what I'm going with I mean mm-hmm. and she's like oh my god blah, blah. I'm like I mean you want me to lie to you I'm not gonna lie to you, you know what I mean I'm not trying to lie to you, mm-hmm. you know what I mean and and the way she found out was she read my text message and that's how she found out about everybody I mean my other partners but my partners knew about each other I had to meet each other you know I lived the life that I wanted to live outside of her with everybody else I mean so my girlfriends I had two girlfriends at a time they knew each other they had each other's phone numbers they can call each other they didn't like each other I mean because everybody what I've learned is no matter how polyamorous or open-minded a woman is they always want Especially, I guess, if it's a good guy, you want him for yourself only. I mean, and it's very hard to find women out there who, um, who, and it's, it's, it's wild, right? Because this one girl that I was dating that I'm not, that I had to fall back from, you know what I mean? That I'm not in a relationship with no more. Me and her had a great relationship. At least me, I did my part great, you know? But she loves to argue and fight, argue and fight your Pisces. Mm-hmm. Argue and fight, argue and fight. I mean, that's how these Pisces were. And, um, I knew her kids enough for real. It was wild. Like that was crazy. Like, I mean, like very scary moments. And like, to, like I get anxiety even thinking about it sometimes. Like you know, like it really is. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's very, it's mm-hmm. very, it's, it's very scary when you're in a relationship with someone who's verbally abusive. I mean, never physically abusive, but verbally abusive and acts out and under the influence does things that makes you worry. Especially someone who, if you're a caring person. I mean, I'm a very caring person. I care for her kids. She had three kids. I care for her kids. One of her, her youngest child called me daddy. I mean, to this day, I think her child calls me daddy. I mean, like, I want to talk to daddy. I want to talk to daddy. I mean, and, you know, and it's like I accepted and I embraced her family. I accepted her family. I was there for her. I was there for her family. And she kept on attacking me, attacking me, attacking me, attacking me because she wanted things her way. Because she's a Pisces. Pisces want things a certain way. They have this certain vision of right. how they want things. You know, and that's how she was. I mean, like, hey, this is her fantasy. This is how she wanted. Even though she knew about everybody else, even though she came into the this this relationship with. Uh, and but now, it's, it's, so it's amazing, right? So it came to a point where she cursed me out, broke up with me. I more than once i'm like okay whatever you know what i mean and we got back together and now i was like you know what i can't do it anymore i mean i can't get abused no you more had to fall back. i had to fall back you know what so i mean do you, I I had to do you fall bring back. A, like a spiritual balance to all your relationships i believe keep so. them in order i believe so i mean i keep everybody positive keep everybody successful keep everybody growing i mean that's i mean but are they but, in that space with but, you but I, like in a sense of but i think i do that with everybody you well, know, well that. I mean, I don't balance and harmony to the situation. Pray, I feel I like think. if you're gonna be dealing with multiple women, you got to deal with praying women 
in order to bring order to that house. That's what I was, and and that's what I was. There's um, a lot of different energy. Yeah, there's a lot of different energy. And listen, and yeah. that's what I was going to say about when I was asking you about the agreement. But I'm also not very like. Sorry to cut you off, Neff. I'm not really like sexual being, so it's not. It's not about sex. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm sleeping with someone every single day, right. or it's more. And sometimes it's. I mean. You know, sometimes it's spread out for months. You right, mean? Right, right. It's more of a relationship. I mean, to me, it's like it's more about my connection with that person. You know, us being down for each other, supporting each other, being there for each other, and growing and trying to grow families together. I mean, that's that's my but goal. Do you have a long term legacy when it comes to all of those women? Just for example, if you wanted, you know, to have children by those women, do you have a thought process for what that looks like for if you're not here? Well, my children, I have life insurance. I mean, wh- I mean, what can I do if I wasn't here, right? My brother, pa- I know a lot of guys who passed away and left nothing to their family. I have millions and millions of life insurance. You know, respect and shout out to my life insurance guy, Daniel Zapata from Emeritus. Definitely go check him out, Daniel Zapata from Emeritus if you're here in Florida. But, um, you know, I mean, I got, I'm going to make sure I got millions of life insurance. I have millions of assets, you know what I mean? And, and whatever children, and I have, and I put everything in my trust. I mean, so for those who don't understand how to structure, especially minorities, if you don't understand how to structure, you should definitely get a trust, a revocable trust or irrevocable trust, preferably revocable, so that way you can alter and change it as you grow. You know, and even if you're not that big, if you if you haven't gotten millions, it doesn't have to be millions. It can be thousands. It can be hundreds of dollars, right? Because think about it. You know, what's the what's the only product that you could give yourself in the world that can automatically make you a millionaire? What's the only product? Water. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah, gold water <laughs> turns you into me. No, no, no. But it's actually life insurance. Like you can go out there. I'm paying for a million dollar policy, like eighty bucks a month, right? If something happened to me, you know, you know, they have these, you know, these riders and whatever they have these clauses where you know they have contestable periods. You know what I mean? If you die within one year because some people commit suicide and all these other things so they can claim so that their families can get that money because of hardship right you know and that's a sad thing but for those once you have over the year i mean or even even if it happens two months later it doesn't matter right but once it's over the year you know what i mean at least i know that damn if something happened to me my family's left a million dollars i mean right. Right. for 80 bucks a month one year is only 960 bucks to leave them a million dollars for a thousand dollars in come on if something happened, you know, God forbid, you know what I mean? So it's like, so what I did was me and my boys, we all got into, that's what we all did. I got everybody else involved and everybody has life insurance. And then we started learning about infinite banking. I'm not doing infinite banking right now, but my boys are doing infinite banking and they're using the life insurance, you know, um, not the term policies, but like the whole life policies and annuities and so on to be able to draw down. Like you've heard, if you watch this, it's a video with Waka Flocka. And um, yeah, you know, that. you saw that mm-hmm. where he said like he put his money into the into his insurance, and then he's able to uh, he's able to get interest on that money and then get a loan from it, but his, his money's still there secured while he's getting interest five percent, eight percent, whatever it is because you can negotiate. Some some insurance companies you can ask them for twelve percent guaranteed. I mean, and anything above they'll give you. I mean, and if it goes below they. You know, there's no loss. I mean, based on how much money you bring to the table, of course. I mean, you say, "Hey, I'm gonna bring three million in or two million. I want 12 percent guaranteed. I mean, and if you, a fixed rate and anything above." And they'd be like, "Okay, sure. I mean, cause we want your three million. I mean, because it's called uh, you know, most people are not gonna know about this. I mean, but this is insurances. From what I know, are started from something called captive insurance. You know what I mean? 
And I was going to set one up. That's why I know about that. And the captive insurance is when you take your, like me and you, all three of us, you probably put the big majority share um, because, you you know, you're Goldwater. So Goldwater is going to put like, you know, 50% and we'll put 25% because we're a smaller guy. Math, you know, whatever. So, but for real, like, you know, you know, you probably say we're going to, we have a million dollars. We want, we want to have a million dollar policy, the three of us, right? There's three something. That's how the threesome, my sister, right? But anyways, but the threesome, this this threesome, we have a, we want to do a million dollar policy. Us. The three of a threesome. So the three threesome, we're gonna have a million dollar policy. You'll put five hundred thousand. You own fifty percent. I'll put two hundred fifty. You put two hundred fifty, right? Into captive insurance, and we'll get a refinance company, a secondary uh, insurance company. I'm sorry, that's gonna um, insure our principal. So if we have a claim, I mean, and we can use that captive insurance for everything for your car. For your house, for all, for all your assets, you can use it for. Instead of going to get a car insurance and paying them crazy numbers, you could use this captive insurance and this is your insurance that you're providing for all these things, right? So you have a claim for 100 grand, whatever, 50 grand, whatever. You know, something happens, you could pull down that 50 grand, and then the reinsurer, the secondary insurance, will cover that 50 grand. You see what I'm saying? So you know, that's how. So now what happens is big insurance companies, they start to the captive, they have the reinsurer. And they say, you know what? We're gonna sell. We have a million dollar policy. We're gonna sell to people. I mean, I'll sell you a hundred grand. Sell you a hundred grand. Sell you a hundred grand. Sell you. That's why when in, when like a hurricane something happens, and everybody gets wiped out. They're like, oh shit! Like, how do we pay? I mean, unless they unless they're like old school and they have old school money, then they can do it. Because imagine, you know, going back to what I was telling you, you know, what I'm saying, if I give you a hundred grand, hundred thousand dollar policy, and I'm and you're I'm only collecting eighty bucks a month from you or two hundred bucks a month from you. And something happens within one year, you know, it's on me. But the reinsurer, of course, is going to reimburse me. But, you know, I mean, we have to still pay out. I mean, and they have to reimburse us. I mean, so it's a, it's a complicated thing. But um, so anyways, so you could do a captive insurance yourself and then, you know, insure your stuff, all your assets, whatever you want. I mean, and, you know, someone who has more knowledge can give more detail because I'm not some person with knowledge about this, like to be giving financial advice. I'm not a licensed broker. But, um, you know, you do your research, though. But I've done my research and I have very successful friends. Thank God that, uh, you know, what I mean, that um, have uh, put me down the right path. And a lot of government people, politicians, presidents, whatever uh, that I'm uh, privy to, you know, I'm, 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 I'm definitely happy to have as, as associates and friends so that we can and give good information. So you know, shout out to all my friends out there, all these guys who are making the world run and knowing how to hide and do their things i mean but no no but for real yeah so going back to the fallback thing so yeah so i had this girl and you know it was very abusive verbally and it just became so scary you know my girlfriend and i was like you know what i can't do it i mean my wife doesn't know the story because she knows that i'm not with her no more because you know, she asks around and people are like, hey, she asked, she asked me about her and I had to tell her, you know, I'm like, oh gosh, I mean, you know, so she knows and she'll ask, she won't ask me directly, you know, but she knows, you know, and like, even like my girl that I'm still with now, you know, um, you know, she's been trying to find out what's up and I took a trip recently and, uh, you know, her take, her tags were on my bag. So when I came home, the tags, I know she went and like, organized my bag because somebody came to, to the house and she must have seen her name and she was just like so upset that night you know she never said nothing to me though because i'm not gonna lie to you if you ask me i'm gonna tell you honestly right, right. so that's the problem is like okay you know what do you want do you want do you want somebody who's gonna tell you the truth or someone who's gonna lie to you 
I mean, I mean, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but when I first met you, yeah, it was just you and your wife, yeah, and that's that was and that was the agreement, yeah, that was the commitment that you yes. had, and then now it's something different, and I'm not in your relationship, mm. and I'm also not giving trying to give you relationship advice at of all. Course. I just know how how when you open a person's perspective perspective up, you can expand their mind. And yeah. basically, yeah, I'm not sitting close to it no more. Yeah, you're so far away, <laughs> so I'm trying to figure ba- out. Basically, to basically what I'm saying is like, when I first met you, it was just, you know, you, yeah. and, you and your wife, and I know your wife, and I know, like, I know how her mind works, and I yeah. know that she's just not okay with it. Yeah. And it's like, I know you can be as truthful as you want to be and you can be right, as right. you know you can do it in the way that is will be the best way yes. for someone who is okay with that yes and so it's like if you love her yes if you love her yes and if you respect her yes revisit that conversation and see how she feels and if it's not something it if it's not a reality where she's happy Yes. Let her do what will make her happy. Oh, uh, now that now that leads me to another conversation, yeah. another question. Yes. Because there was a follow up. Yeah. Is she allowed to have multiple partners as well? No, because I'm I'm going biblically. That's what I'm saying to you. Like I'm really living biblically, right? And but at the same time, if she's not comfortable with me, I've always said to her, I'm never. So imagine this: ninety nine percent of your life, I provide you happiness, and without without happiness for myself, right? I don't do anything for myself special like I've been providing for you. And I finally say, hey, listen, you know, this is 1%. I mean, or whatever, or maybe or maybe you consider it 10%, whatever it is, 20, 50%, whatever the percentage is to you, I need my happiness now as well. So I've always said to her from the very first day, I'm like, listen, if this is not for you, I'm not holding you back. I'm saying, she'll tell me, oh, let her go. I'm like, I'm not holding you back. It's like, she wants me to divorce her. I'm like, I'm not gonna divorce you. Because I don't see no, I don't see a problem with what's going on. But if you feel uncomfortable about this and you want to leave, I don't have no problem with it. I'm not gonna fight you. I'm not gonna argue with you. You can leave, not because I don't care, but I want you to be happy. But I also want myself to be happy. And you know, me going through all my life experiences. I mean, prior to this, you know, all the things I've gone through, you've heard or seen, whatever. A lot of the crazy stories mm-hmm. because my family and all the other stuff, right? Yeah. Me going through all these things, always putting my life on the line for family, you know what I mean? Taking the sword for family, you know what I mean? Like taking bullets, like really taking it for family. I've gone through a lot of stuff for family, for friends, for people I care about. I've taken a lot of a lot of heat, a lot of pressure, you know I mean, that most people would have broke already, you know what I mean? And for someone to do that, I'd say to myself, damn, you know what I mean? And I've learned also that, you know, like you could do for so many people, you can give them all the money in the world, you can support them as much as you want. And, you know, when you stop doing it, you know, are they really there? They end up leaving. I mean, or you don't hear from them or whatever. I mean, like I have a buddy of mine, my my boy, you know what I'm saying? He's still my boy, you know what I mean? Like that's still my people's, still my family or whatever, right? And, you know, I put, we started a business together. Mm -hmm. He didn't have the capital. We put the capital up. I put up a, like almost six hundred thousand into this business, right? Um, that we had in Orlando, and um, you know, and this hurts me to this day. Like, and he doesn't even notice. It hurts me so bad because I put a hundred grand into this business. He didn't have to put a penny in. All he had to do was run the business because this was all his idea, anyways, in the first place. 
And I was like, okay. And um, and I've given them and given them and given them and given them everything I can to keep the business running. I mean, it's a grocery store, right? So it should have ran by itself. It had a restaurant. Like, how can you lose in a restaurant and grocery store? Food, everybody wants to eat. Grocery, and then, or whatever. Yeah, right. All right. So it's failing for some reason. Probably bad management. Probably misappropriation of funds. I don't know what was going on. I'm not going to put a blame on him and say that. You know, but it, of course, his fault because he was the leader of the. Uh, uh, he was he was the captain of the ship, and if the ship failed, sunk, then that means the captain didn't do something right, right? And you know, you know what hurts me so bad is not about the money and all that stuff, right? It's like when he comes down one day, he tells me, "Hey, you know, I was just leaving court because we're getting evicted." I'm like, "What? What are you talking about?" Because I never collected one penny. All I did was put money into this business, right? And I'm like, oh, "What do you mean? How are we getting evicted? Like, I mean, like I put all this money into this place." So he's like, oh, well, it's going to be like 10000 um, to save it. I was like, all right, I'm going to send the 10000 right now then. I mean, and then, and then when he sent me a paperwork in the email, it says like 16000 I said, what? 16000 You told me 10000 And I was like, I don't, it's not because I couldn't do it, but I was like, I'm not going to put 16000 I said, you know, I thought I put 100000 already plus, and he lived, I'm not going to, he lived for free because of me. Let me put it that way too. I mean, so you got the free room and board, free everything because of me, right? Or because of the investment to the business for all for a year plus, right? And you know what hurt me so bad, and to this day, like I can't even, like it's like when I see him, I think about these words. I said to him, um, "Listen, man, I'll put ten thousand. You know, what I mean, find the other six thousand. I mean, I put a hundred something thousand to this, find the six thousand. He said, I got six thousand right now in my bank, but is it worth it? I'm like, what? Like I put a hundred thousand plus into this business, it was worth it then when you were taking my money. It was worth it just now when you were gonna take sixteen thousand from me. But now that you have to put six thousand out of your pocket for a business that we own together, that I've been putting everything in, is it? It's not worth it. So f me. When it comes to my money, screw screw the the guy who thought that you cared about him, because it's not beneficial to you. It doesn't affect you. You know what I mean? But it's like, it's, it's like, it's, it's crazy that to this day, like that blows my mind. Like when he said, is it worth it? I was like, is it worth it? I think it's even a text. I don't know if he texted me or said it to me. I'm like, wow, like, how can you say, is it worth it? I mean, you live in this space for free without rent. You know I mean, you know, this, this is a bit, at least you could say, damn, let me pay it and try to sell the business and recoup the money. I'll recoup my six grand. You know what I mean? But it's not worth it to save this business. We have tobacco license, we have hemp license, we have all these licenses here in a booming area. Like, wow, that's crazy. You know what I mean, so it really taught me something. I had to fall back. You know what I mean? Yeah, from my I had to experience, fall back. people who give a lot from their heart tend to attract the energy that stays in lack, that likes to take from them. Yeah. And they call those energy vampires. But if yeah. you keep giving from that space, and don't set up boundaries with those people, they're going to continue to keep coming back and coming back and coming back. And that's just what it creates. Yeah, you're right. So it sounds like now you're trying to be, you know, in I'm, your I'm authenticity. I learned about the vampires, I mean, and and it's sad. I mean, I don't want to call him a vampire because, you know I mean, he's a positive spiritual being, right? But, um, you know, and I'm pre I, he listens to the show, so he's going to hear this part, right, of course. But, I mean, the truth is the truth. Like, you know, someone put hundreds... Right. Over $100,000 into a business, 50000 to buy another... 50,000 plus, I have invoices, everything to show, like 100,000 plus into a business. And I say, hey, I'm not gonna put the 16,000, I'm gonna put 10. Can you put the 60? I can cover it, but is it worth it? 
like wow right. it's never worth it when it's come, has come out of your pocket but it's, it's worth it somebody else has to put it up and that's 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 a really messed up situation you know and you're the one running the ship i mean at least me i can say man you know i'm gonna try to figure out everywhere i can you know if i'm running a business for someone or for myself or for a friend i mean to help it win in that case and this this is just me giving other perspectives your mind is set up to solve problems like when you get hit with a problem you want to solve it you're going to figure out a way to solve it and that's why you have the success that you have and a lot of people don't have that mindset when they get hit with a problem that's the indicator for them to walk away from something or to quit you know and so when it got hit with all these problems that was confirmation to him that this business isn't worth it whilst to you you saw all the value and potential that it still had but 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 the worst thing to me was like okay yeah it's been hit with problems why didn't you say it from before when you were 50 after the first 50,000 and why didn't you say it before why is it that you're willing to take my money to keep it going so you can live for free and do all the things you're doing but when you have to put up money, money out of your pocket, now is it worth it? I mean, that's what killed you me. Saw, you saw more value and potential in yeah. it, even from the jump, than yeah. them. And that's why the lesson was, like, we go, when you're going into partners, partnerships with anybody, yeah. what even, I don't, if you have $10,000, if you're yeah. going to put up five, you're going to yeah. put up something. Yeah. If I'm putting in, if I believe in it, you believe in it, then we're going to believe in it together. But if I believe in it and you just believe that because I believe, you don't believe in it. He was running it. it. He was living there. He was running it, whatever. Because it made sense up until until he had to put that cash in. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It's it's a sad thing, though. So he uh, he knows who he is. You know, I'm pretty sure he's going to listen to this show and uh, this episode. And, you know, it's like... Yeah, hey, if you see, I haven't been around a little bit. You know that that's that that's that's that hurts a whole lot, man. It hurts a whole lot to know that someone that you thought you cared about, someone that you thought cared about you, who says they care about you. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like it's like they don't. I mean, they say they do verbally, but their actions don't show it. I mean, and that's it, it's, it comes mostly from them how they think about themselves. Yeah. So you gotta fall back and walk your path. Fall back. And then they might find you again, or else they just they take another direction. That's impossible. It's impossible for you to find me again. Right, right. Because you know I'm going I'm going towards a path of enlightenment and the opposite positivity. way. Exactly. Yeah. I'm and going I'm, opposite but people way. got choices. They they recognize that energy once it walks. And out I've of their always been too. doing that. Fall back. Yeah, for real. Exactly. You know, I'm, so I'm crazy. In fall back season. You, you know what's so crazy <laughs> about it? Even recently, you know, sorry to cut you off, like with the same person. I'm not gonna keep on beating up this person, right? Because I know it's probably hurting him to hear this. You know what I mean? But hopefully, he's like, dang, ain't you know talking about to talk about. Yeah, but you know what's so what's so crazy about it is, even recently, like I did some business dealings, you know, that I normally would never get into because I thought they were beneficial for him. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. and I went off his word, and I was like, okay, well, this is something that's gonna benefit you. Recently, I'm talking about like maybe less than two months ago, right? Like less than forty-five or thirty days. I'm like, okay, well. I'm gonna put that together for you. you know what I mean, and and it became to a point where I had to be like, man, you know, I could have lost my life. You know what I'm saying not because, um, not because it was like a dangerous situation, but I could have lost my life because the people, the person I was dealing with was very like, you know, um, very what's the word like when they up and down and erratic. You know, what's, is that is that proper yeah. word? Erratic. Emotional. Emotional person, and I'm like, you know. And I financially took another hit. I mean, 
that I can always recover from possibly, but I took another hit because of the person again. I'm like, wow, I could have died from this person if the person that I was dealing with was an aggressive person or or someone who just didn't have or or didn't see the bigger picture. I mean, you know, it could have been a situation that could have been very, very detrimental to me. And at the time, I'm like, bro, like, are you kidding me? Like, you really put me in a bad position. You really put me in this, but you really don't care for real. Because mm. if you willing to, if you willing to, 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 you know, um, put your fa- family or friends in a position where their life can be at jeopardy for your gain, off of a whim, off of hoping that this can work and stuff, and with giving false confirmation, saying, "Hey, listen, I have this contract in place. I can fulfill that agreement." You know what I mean. And then now when it comes down, okay, where's the contract? There's no contract to show, but I already did my part. So now it's like, oh, shoot. Like, I have a buddy of mine right now, right? He's probably out there right now. Mm-hmm. And he bought an instrument, a financial instrument. Uh, you know, he's, uh, his, his partner is like, you know, his part, one of his partners is multi-billionaire, right? And they bought this financial instrument. And um, he was just telling me the other day, like yesterday, you know what I mean? I can't get too much of business, but he's like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like... You know, we have, we've been in this instrument for like four weeks now. We have to pay for it in two more weeks. And I'm fighting them to partner with one of my relationships so that they can be able to provide the capital to pay for the instrument. Otherwise, it's going to cause problems for us. I mean, and you're talking about something that's worth millions of dollars where you have a percentage, 30, 40% to pay. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it's like, you know, that's a, that's a bad situation. You know I mean, someone put something in your hand. And said because you 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 spoke or advertise hope, advertise uh, success, advertise fulfillment. I mean, and you haven't been able to fulfill it for four weeks now. Something that something that should have took five to ten days. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. You know I mean, there's people out there that really just do these things every day. Like they just really don't care, man. You know what I mean, what's your fallback story, though? What's your fallback story? <laughs> I've had a bunch. I, I'm recently divorced. Oh, for real? How long? Recently divorced, yay! Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's you, a happy moment. It's a happy time. Did you do a divorce party? That's why I'm a road traveler, because as soon as I knew I was ready to make that move, I had to get on the move for myself. Did you do a divorce party? No, my party is, is in me, making sure I got peace. Are you talking about vibrator? Oh. I mean, the party's inside. The party's inside her. You know what I mean? Well, the, the, the response no, I'm just talking. Listen, she's a Capricorn, so I can't say too much because she might give me pressure. You know what I mean? I know how Capricorns move. I mean, but um, did, I mean, was he six? Was he uh, or she? Was she successful? He or she successful? Was he six? I mean, listen, I just had a friend today tell me about her aunt who's wife died i'm like huh you said what you're my aunt's wife died huh say one time my aunt's wife died. i'm like you just like can you say it one more time she says yes i mean did you, are you talking lesbian she's like yes her wife died she's fully really lesbian i'm like okay i mean I, I don't have no problem with anybody i mean i love all types of people everyone of course being someone you know part of the polyamorous community so you know i'm part of this uh, alphabet now in some way you know what i mean so i mean but um when she said that i was like wow you know what i mean this is real like people really you know, men really have husbands, women really have wives. And it's really, yeah. you know what I'm saying, it's the world we live in. I mean, it is. And with, you know, 12 to 1 ratio in some cities, 8 to 1, 20 to 1, when it comes to women, you know, being more than men, I can understand, like, how much toys can you really go through? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, you, burn, 
burning through them roses. I mean, my dog said she ain't using no toys. <laughs> nah, she ain't never <laughs> say nothing. Look, 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 hold on, wait, nah. She got, she, you know, she got that gold water. So, <laughs> I mean, she just opened. Yeah, in many different ways, she just opened it up and gold water comes out. You know, I mean, look at Erica Badu. She sold uh, her 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 candle, her her essence into candles. Badesi. Badesi. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's called, Badesi. But Badesi is not. We call Badesi something else. Like that's something stink. Yeah, but but it wasn't stink. But her Badesi was, it was her. It's supposed to be her scent. No, I don't. Have you I, smelled it? No. You ever smelled it? I candle? didn't run to the shelf to go buy an uh, incense that smelled like Erica Badu. But but that's exactly. No, I did not. Yeah, I'm sorry. Nice, but she she she's a she. You know, she has a lot. I of, love her, not in that way. Yeah. Just, just not in that way. You want to smell smell all Erica Badu's Badessi. <laughs> <laughs> no, but so you recently divorced. Okay, was he successful? Or who was the main provider? You or him? Uh, we both were. Cause we had we had a we had a. Uh, talk the last show we did was talking about 50% in divorce like do you think it's like something that people should receive like do you really feel like the person should receive a portion of your monies or your earnings or your success if you know just because you divorce not because they weren't a part of it because they're part of it that's different right but just because they divorced right I mean it, okay go ahead because I've never been divorced but we chose you've been divorced I chose to leave you it in back. such a way to where amicably Yes, very so much so, so I can exit as fast as possible. You left him some your stuff? As possible. Uh, we did have a house that we sold and we split it. Split the property. I almost did that recently. I had to, I had to divorce my, my roommate. And I was about to divorce my roommate. It's a male, right? I have a property, uh, a house in out of town in Colorado. You know, the house in Colorado. I have two properties over there, but the house, the regular house, I can't, I, man, I popped in the house, right? <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry to cut you off. I just want to tell the story real quick, right? I pop into the house. He doesn't even know I'm coming in town. I pop in. That's the trip. The trip I was just telling you about, where the bags, mm -hmm. the sticker of my girlfriend's name was on, right? So I pop in the house in Colorado, and he's not there. The bathroom's a mess. The bathroom is a mess. Like the toilet's clogged with brown stuff, and we have a brand new, uh, one, two, three, three bedroom house, big basement, two thousand plus square foot basement. You know, really three story two-story house in my mind three stories because of basement but of course it's two-story house to the world right nice big backyard and we have a dog me and my girlfriend have a dog and it was at the house and i tried to pick up the dog once or twice and he was like no i love the dogs when she's a caucasian uh roommate you know so just you see look the black guy caucasian roommate you know i love everyone right and so he's like i love the dog i sleep with it at night it sleeps on my face i mean that type of thing like he you know kisses the dog loves the dog and so it's crazy. So I'm like, listen, man, you know, I get to the house, toilet clogged, I have to go drain it, clean the bathroom, all type of stuff. And I tell him, I said, bro, like I cuss him out. And he says to me some crazy stuff. He says, like, so basically what happens, so he never owned a house ever in his life. You know, and it's surprising. A white middle-aged man with, who works for a bank, a mortgage company, never owned a property. Like, oh, he said he never thought he would ever own one, right? This is the conversation me and him had. I'm the successful black man at that time, you know, thank Hashem for that. I mean, and he's the guy who's struggling, uh, working for the bank and um, doing other business as well and doing everything from his home. I was like, yo, like, if you're doing this, you know what I mean, I love this, you doing this, you know what I mean, I'll put 25000 uh deposit 
I'll give you 25000 towards the closing cost of a house. You pick whatever house you want. I'm not putting no more than that. So you could buy a house for two hundred grand. It might be closing costs for eight, twelve grand. I mean, it could be whatever. I mean, I'm putting twenty five thousand, and I already invested in a business with him and everything at his apartment. So I'm like, I'm investing into you because I really believe in you. I mean, I want to see you win. I want you to see because that's the type of person I am. Like, if I'm friends with you or if I'm associated to you, and it's something that you have, a gift that you have, but you're not honing in on it, you're not taking it seriously. I'll say, man, you know what? I can help you with this. And I'll do whatever I can to do to get you to where you need to get to. And God willing, I mean, a couple of my friends became millionaires, you know, thank God because of me, you know what I'm saying? Or because the message that came down to me from the creator, from whatever, you know what I mean? People believe in, you know what I mean? I got to pass gas. It might be loud. I might pass it in here. This is a small room, right? No, I'm not, I'm not going to pass it yet. I'm going I'm I'm to hold it so I can tell a story. But I mean, so a lot of my friends became very successful there in the seven, eight figure club. Um, and I've contributed to that, you know what I mean, in many different ways. And I've walked away from that. Like, I mean, like, you know, my friend who owned a cell phone store, multimillionaire, I opened the store with him. I'm the one who built it all out into, he had a business that was bringing him five figures a year, let's say, right? And I say, man, I can make this an eight-figure business. And I upgraded everything and told him what to do and gave him the whole plan that he still uses to this day. I mean, and he brought his side too. And every time I've, everything I've ever told him to do, and, or structured, and I was part of the business as well, 50% owner, you know what I mean? Um, but I didn't take a penny from the business ever. I mean, I've contributed financially. I contributed, you know, with a skill set and everything else. And that was my gift, right? To take something and turn to some, take nothing and turn to something, right? So I did that, and then, um, um, and once the business was successful, I was like, okay, you know what I mean? I'm done, I'm out. Just uh, take me off the corporation, keep on, living your life and be blessed. I mean, that's my brother, you know what I mean? That's my brother, like we still have a lot of love for each other to this day. You know, he called me his brother, like we good, I mean? But uh, you know, he's uh, very successful to this day. And it's more more than one person. I have a whole list of people, right? Which is a blessing, I mean? And it's great because if I really came down to it, you know, I have someone I can really come down to. Not because I'm this super rich guy, because I've always been a hustler, entrepreneur, always growing. It's just that, you know, even if I was, working a job, let's just say, right? You know, I just saw things differently, right? Because I've worked like three jobs in my life. Um, I worked for a cable company, two different cable companies, and one uh, for the military, for the government. I was in the military. And one of the cable companies, when I first joined, and I'm just going all over the place, right? But I'm trying to make this, that's the ADHD in me, right? So I'm trying to get into, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to get, like make the stories connect to each other, right? But, um. One of the cable companies, when I first went over there, and just going to be real quick, I said to him, hey, I didn't know sh- nothing about cable. Or, and I learned everything from the previous company, which is their com- competition. I was like, I'm going to go to the competitor. I want to go there. I heard the commissions are better, right? And I went over there, and I said, what's the area that's the hardest area that you can't make no sales in? And who's the number one guy here? They said, this is the number one guy. Okay, I want to learn from him. I learned from him. I said, what's the area that's making no sales? They said, this is the area. We can't make no sales there. I said, send me in that area. Minority guy in a Caucasian area tore up the whole neighborhood, turned everybody into uh, customers of that of that of that company. You know what I'm saying? And I made like it's you know it's so crazy. I want to say the company's name. I don't know if I can say it, but you know I was making like eight to twelve thousand a month. Like you would see me and think I was like this broke guy walking from door to door. I was doing door to door knocking, like I was knocking door to door. And you would think, hey, this guy was struggling. I was making eight to twelve grand working. When I mastered it, I was making like I was working like two to four hours a day, 
two to four hours a day because I knew that I was making two hundred to four hundred dollars a commission, and I was putting enough leads out there and building it up, building it up in a way where, you know, I mean, I knew in my head I just need to close two doors a day. That's it. Two doors a day brought me six hundred to eight hundred dollars a day in commissions, not my salary, just commissions. I mean, I got like a thirty thousand a year salary, which is nothing, but the commissions would made sense for me. And people still call me also to, to, to sign up. So then I'll get another two to three hundred dollars from that. I mean, so I'm making my you know six to eight hundred from my door to door, and and of course do a couple more knocking to prepare for the rest of the week and get other things in the pipeline. And then I got my other two hundred to you know whatever amount you know on the phone over the phone. So imagine I just made a thousand to fifteen hundred dollars in one day, seven days a week. I mean. Well, I did five days a week. I didn't even work weekends because I didn't have to. I was making so much money, you know what I mean? So that was pretty fire. I mean, they had to sign like special paper to just to give me a check, I mean, because I was making so much money with them. I mean, and I did it by myself for real, you know what I mean? So, but, um, yeah, so I, now the ADHD. Right. Now you lost. Now you got to go back. So you got to go back. So I went back. So I told you You got to go friend. back about the friend yeah. at well, the house the with the dog. In yeah, the so bathroom. Exactly. Thank you, my and sister. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So my friend, my, my, my roommate, I get to the house super dirty, and I'm like, I'm cursing him out, and he says this crazy thing to me, which I was trying to tell you before was, and I forgot that part, is I didn't get to that part, was he's like, oh, your 25 grand doesn't give you a room for, for life. I'm like, huh? I'm like, bro, like, I'm not, as my, I've, when I was 21 years old, I owned six properties. I'm like, every investment deal I've ever been into, you pay your money into the to the investment, right? Whatever the, the contribution is, unless they say that you can continue, they might say, hey, this is, just give us one lump sum contribution. That's the agreement we had. And the way we had our business model is, I was gonna give 25 grand as deposit. He had a business that he was doing. This business that he was doing, he has the potential to make from 4,000 minimum on a like lazy, lazy day. I mean, um, per month, I mean, lazy, lazy month to 15, 20,000 a month right? If he took it seriously. So I was like, okay, I know for a fact you can make four grand easy because it's so easy to do per month. And you can make, you can make even more. You can, with 2000, you can, you can make 50 grand a month. I mean, and uh, you know, and it's really his choice, you know, just, but you have to bring staff in probably and so on, but it can be, it can happen from the home. You know what I mean? So I was like, bro, let's do this. And he was, like, he was down for it. And then he got lazy. Because he never owned nothing before. And when he finally owned something, you know, his, his goal in life was to own something, even though he never thought he would. And he owned it. And that was it. He got content. And he was happy. And he got lazy. So now he's doing 2000 to 3000 a month, let's just say, right? Maybe even less than that. I mean, in the business that we're supposed to do, that was supposed to cover all the bills that you live for free. And then he works his job. And he works a second job and a third job. And I'm like, bro, like... Like, why are you doing all this if you just focus on the main reason why we got this house, which would pay all the bills, pay and let, allow you to live your life, which is something that you love to do, mm -hmm. then we'll be successful. I mean, and I'm saying to you, hey, if you do your side of the business, I bring all the finances. Mm -hmm. I mean, so all you have to do is do your part. And once you did your part, I'll bring the capital and the capital will pay the bills every single month. I mean, he didn't want to do and, and he's, you know, so anyway, so, I, so 
when he said that 25,000 thing doesn't give you room, blah, blah, he said, what the hell? Like, he tried to disrespect him. Like, bro, I don't know if it's because you think I'm a minority. Is if it's a black, white thing? Like, no, 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 it's not that. Which I don't believe that. Stop I, calling yourself a minority. Well, okay. Well, Afri- well African, uh, European thing. African, yeah, it's <laughs> African, Afri- a, black, a black thing. I was like, and he's like, no, 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 you know, that's not about it because he was really sure about it. But, you know, if it's, it's either that or disrespect. And I said, you know, I'm not going to allow the disrespect, so I'm selling the house. He's like, you're not going to sell the house without me. I said, bro, I'm selling the house. I called a realtor, and he's like, bro, I'm not going to sign. I said, okay. I called my lawyer. I'm the one with the money. Not to disrespect anybody who is not whatever, right? Because my lawyer is Legal Shield. LegalShield.com. You know what I mean? So get Legal Shield. It's cheap. It's like 40 bucks a month, 30, 40 bucks a month. Find a Legal Shield web. And you can get your tickets taken care of. You can have a lawyer to call for anything. So it's not like I paid this lawyer thousands of dollars. I mean, uh, that's why I said I could afford it, 40 bucks a month. He didn't, he, most people are not thinking about these things, right? They don't want to spend the 40 bucks. I was just going to say, to have money is a mindset. Yeah. It's a mindset that comes behind money. But I was, so that I, most people don't have. Go ahead. So, so I, I paid them. So I have this lawyer, and I was like, hey, you know what I mean, through this company. And um, always access, accessible to me. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to call my lawyer, and then... Well, I'll just take you to court. I mean, and and the judge is gonna force us to sell because we're gonna have to divorce. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have a what's the word? Irre, 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 irrevocable. No, not irrevocable. Irre, I know, I know something like differences. It's irre something differences like irreconcilable. Irreconcilable differences. Oh, is that oh, a yeah. divorce term? Yeah, yeah, like like when you can't figure, when y'all can't come right. to no agreement. This gotta go. I yeah. mean, this, 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 we can't figure it out. We, we can't continue we, in this. Time. We can't make it I work. I think you yeah. need a fallback. Yes, yes, yes. That was a free performance. Thank you. Don't I charge think, us. I Don't think we need bill. to get that in one of those buttons. Yeah, we're gonna do that. We're gonna do that. We're gonna record it after this. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna put. It, we're gonna record it after this. Okay. <laughs> but um, see, so we had the irreconcilable differences. I was like, okay, I'm just gonna get a lawyer. I guess he must have called someone and he wrote me like a message. Oh, bro, bro, bro. He always wants to do this. Apologize. I'm like, bro. Don't ever do it no more. Like you've done it so many times. You apologize. I don't even care about your apology. I'm gonna sell this house. I'm gonna force, I'm gonna make the judge force you to sign that. I'm gonna take my, I did the numbers, like I'm gonna get like 105 grand back. I'm like, I'm gonna get my 105 grand back from this $25,000 investment in less than two years. So that's a good, 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 good money, you know what I'm saying? And you're gonna get your 105 that you never had in your life, I mean, or a little bit more than that. And you'll be able to. You know what I'm saying? He walking away from it with house. some money. And exactly. Go buy another house. Because the house, exactly. you know what I mean? So, you know, and you have terrible credit, all this stuff. You could build your credit. You could take your, I mean, he's going to mess with the money anyways because this type of person he is. I mean, it's so sad that, you know what I mean? Because, well, I pressed the actual wrong button. I wanted to press this button right here. But, um, but that's what happened. So, you know, it's crazy, man. It's just so crazy. I just had to fall back, fall back from off this dude. But, and so I've been doing a lot of fall falling back yeah, recently. It seems I mean, like you've been falling back. From I've been a lot falling of back from a lot. I mean, and but you know, I'm not selling the house. Um, I got somebody to come take the dog. Um, You're not selling the house. I'm not selling the house, and, I, and the reason you why just I, said you. I, I'm telling you what I want to do. I want to do all these oh. things, right? And I really thought about it. And I said, you know what? Um, I still can sell the house. Don't get it twisted. Like, hey, it's not because of him why I'm not going to sell the house. Because if it was because of him, I definitely would sell the house, right? But um, instead, what I did was I put cameras in the house where he could see it. I mean, I immediately bought cameras, put cameras in the house. So I, if he does anything, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm definitely gone. I mean, I mean, that's number one. And number two, um, I'm looking for a replacement worker. 
I mean, for the business side of it. So once I find someone who's a replacement worker, you know, someone who wants to live in a house for free, all bills paid, all you have to do is buy food, and it's a nice, beautiful house. Where is that, in Colorado? In Colorado, right next to Denver, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you're trying to go to Colorado. Come on, you know what I'm saying? It's where the, where the fairies live, you know what I mean? It is beautiful, beautiful, out there. beautiful, beautiful over there. I love, like, Colorado's my, my resting, it's like my getaway from the world, even though, for us, for myself, not us here in this room because I'm the only yeah because we here. ain't living fabulous the, like you no the fat people I'm talking about yeah uh, you ain't living fabulous <laughs> like you. you know it's one of the places you can't go if you're too heavy set or or you didn't take enough walks skinny people are pretty fat sometimes skinny too. does not equate to healthy yeah, it does not equate to it so just know that you know the elevation the air is very thin you know you go up the stairs you might just pass out getting to the top I mean <laughs> like I'd be going to, oh boy god damn this is I don't know why I came up these stairs. I mean, but um, but if you live there long enough, your lungs get actually stronger because you know, it's less air. So when I'm coming here. I'm just breathing all the toxins. Like oh gosh, I mean it's well, amazing. In Miami. In Miami, I mean yeah. yeah. But it's amazing, Colorado. Like if you want to go and just like unwind, and if you ever want to go to Colorado, you can stay at my house. I always tell everybody this. Like anybody, you I know. never told me this, and I've known you for a long time. Anybody? Well, I'm sorry, I never said it to you, but like all, even my guy groups and everything. I'm like, hey, my boy's been there, stayed at my house. He's like, it smelled like dog, but I mean, we won't have no dog no more. You know what I mean, but you know, it's like I'll tell everybody. Listen, if you want, I have a car there, I have a house there, I have cars. Let's go to Colorado. The, yeah, yeah. You go into Colorado, go stay at the house. You know what I'm saying? And you know, get to enjoy yourself. You know what I mean get to see something different it's a, definitely a great vibe over there they don't bother you for nothing i drove my car with uh, without license plate for two years two years of not driving without with drive without license plate i'm like or or traveling i'm sorry for those who are i mean traveling mm -hmm. without license plate i was like wow these guys are really not giving me no ticket no nothing like miami would want to take my car and possess it and you know also repossess okay. it whatever they would have done all types of stuff towed it and and I was like, damn, I got pulled over like three times too, you know what I mean? And like like one time for speeding, they gave me a ticket, boom, two times for speeding actually. They gave me a ticket, no problem, whatever. No, no, with that car, no. One time for speeding, they gave me a ticket, I paid for it, whatever. And then I think one or two times, they just looked at my VIN number, make sure the car wasn't stolen, that was it. Like they say, hey, your car, blah, blah, let me see the VIN number, boop, boop, boop. They ran it, okay, you good to go. I mean, that was it. I mean, in two years, I mean, black man, I mean, African man, whatever you want to call it. I mean, driving around in a mostly Caucasian state. Like, it's not, to me, it's not a racist state. I love Colorado. I mean, it's really, really cool. And, and, and you know the cool thing Is about, it historically known as a racist state? I, I don't know, but I, they, they, I don't see no racism over there. I mean, not at all. I'm in a Caucasian area. I'm in the suburbs. And you know the thing was, what's so cool about there, too, is like, this is the first state I've ever been to in my life. I mean, um, like, the first state... Where not and you like you like you know in New York right everybody wears New York caps, but that's like a trend like whether you mm -hmm. care about New York or not right people wear New York caps right, in Colorado they wear Colorado everything, they wear Colorado sneakers Colorado shirts Colorado hats like this is this is the normal trendy wear like this is wearing Fubu I'm well, not Fubu because Fubu is the past or maybe the present or the future whatever but. Like the Gucci and Louis Vuitton of Miami yeah. is Colorado gear. You know what I mean? Like they wear, they love their state. And I love their state. I love our state. I'm a resident, so I love our state as well. You know what I mean? Shout out to Colorado. I love the state. Things are getting a little different there now. They're changing a lot of laws. It's getting a little tough. 
you know, a little finicky, you know, because, you know, it's a marijuana therapy, you know, for those who you can grow in your house, you can grow mushrooms, it's decriminalized, and that's what I love to do, you know what I mean? Hint, hint. So, uh, you know what I mean? But uh, it's like, um, yeah, yeah, it's an amazing, amazing state, I mean. You know, I just wanted to ask you a question because you just mentioned mushroom. Yeah, what's up? And then you were talking about your San Pedro trip. Yeah. What did you see? In San Pedro? What did you see? In San Pedro? Yeah, I just, like, what did you see that led to... That? And the, 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 you mean, the, the realization poly, the polyamorous that you... Thing? Yeah. So I didn't see anything, really. I mean, what I turned into, like, I evolved, right? I turned into, like, an animal, I guess a wolf or something. I don't know, some type of animal. Like, my, like I could see everything. It was clear. Like, it was nighttime, and I could see everything in uh, gray, gray, white, and black. I mean, like, I could see bugs on a, on a, on a leaf. I mean, clear, like it was daytime. I mean, and... Um, you didn't know what type of animal you was, though. You uh, just can't assume. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but I know something like a very alpha, very protective, very big, big, big dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, you weren't going to play with me type thing. And it really scared some people. I didn't even know that because the shaman later on was like, yo, like, like when I was doing ayahuasca for my birthday, I, I gave, I told everybody, hey, come to my house. Um, we're going to do ayahuasca for, for my birthday because shaman was coming in town. Yeah, did, I was invited. Yeah, and we had like a two day. I'm happy to say that. We had I two, didn't go, but. No, you, you're so scary. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but um, no, but we did a two day thing, ayahuasca at my house. I did, they did one day and I did the second day. And, um, you know, uh, I was trying to tell you something about the ayahuasca in my mind. I just lost my train of thought. But um, uh, San Pedro was with the same shaman that did the ayahuasca. And when the shaman came to do the ayahuasca, that's what I, what I was going to tell saying you. He said they were scared of you. He was saying to me, hey, listen, this time, don't let the wolf come out. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, don't let the animal come out this time. I mean, with the ayahuasca, I said, bro, I don't, I, like, I didn't. Dude, that wasn't fictitious. That was real. You know what I'm saying? And uh, ayahuasca, I saw something. You know what I'm saying it was just wild. Well, I mean, like, let's go back to the same like page. There was a wolf that came out. Yeah, the wolf came out or something like that. That's what it felt like. An and you were wolf. scaring the people? Like, yeah, like were scared. you acting like a wolf? Or yeah, like I was like on my own fours. My boy tells wow. the story. And Do you like, remember it like that? Or you just were just an I remember, animal? Like, I remember feeling my bones moving. Like, I had to stretch my bones out, like, in a very... Uh, wolf or dog-like position. Mm -hmm. I had to get on all fours. I had to felt. I, that's where I felt most comfort, like stretching on my bones, my back. Like it felt like it was spreading out and turning into this this creature. And that's what made me most comfortable in that position. You know what I mean, mm -hmm. and I, when I did stand on two feet and walked around, you know, like I, I snarled at people. I, you know, like I barked, like kind of snarled. It was, it was, it was a wild experience. I mean. But um, other than that, you know, and then it's like we got to the very end of it because San Pedro is like a 10 to 12 hour experience where ayahuasca is like four to six hours. Mushrooms like four hours. I mean, a DMT is like uh, 10, 10 to 20 minutes. minutes yeah. I mean, and um, so after that, it's like I just felt this enlightenment. I just felt this ease, this this, this heaviness is coming off of me. And I, it's crazy because I felt like a chest pain and everything prior to that. And I felt, because, you know, the, it's also, this is all medicine, right? It also is for healing, right? Mm -hmm. And, you know, and 
when I did, and I've always healing been, mind, spirit, and body. Yes, right. You know, and and, and what's, what so that's kind of what led to my nonprofit today. That's what led to me doing a lot of different, uh, even connecting with nephew to the level that we are now, because that was the beginning of everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was me saying, hey, you know what? I'm winning financially. I'm in this thing. I just went through a spiritual walk. I'd never done any psychedelic or anything in my life. And I got to see something different that I know is real. And there's real happiness on the other side. And um, I want other people to experience the same happiness. I mean, so at first I started uh, having people come over and we'll do ceremonies. Like, um, I think we did DMT and mushroom. I think first somebody came in, they, they administered it for everybody. And we had it at my house. And I've never been a part of any of this. I think they did a DMT one first. It was like eight to ten people that came. And that was a cool, but DMT didn't work for me. Because who I all going to be there? Well, it was a lot of different people that didn't know each other. I don't, I don't be trying to mix my energy. Like, <laughs> I'm different. But, but listen, when I did the DMT, it did not work for me, though. It did not work. Nothing happened. I tried to do it. I was choking, choking. I did it. I choking, choking. I'm like, what the heck's going on? I'm like, okay, whatever. I mean, so then... Um, Everybody else did had amazing experiences. One person saw Jesus. Another person went through their past lives. You know, all types of things that people saw and experienced. And then, um, and then I started doing it for people. I mean, myself, like, administering it. I mean, and doing it for more and more people. And then it started being, like, two to four people at my house every single day. I'm going to bed at 2 o'clock in the morning just doing this for people for free. I mean, but, but healing people, like people are getting healed, like they're healed of their ailments, physical ailments, healing of themselves. Not to say I'm a healer, but it's the tools, right? The tools are, and I guess some of this stuff. And these are people that all came out, they all signed waivers, and this was of their own free will and accord, right? And, you know, it, and we had some crazy, wild, scary experiences, right? Because this is me getting into something new and learning something new. But since then, I can honestly say that, you know, we've you know been a part of many people's lives, over 200-something people's lives, I've known people who had physical, real physical issues. Like, I have a guy recently, he tells me every time, like, I could call him right now, he says, yo, like, you know, like, his, he had one leg big and one leg small, and something was wrong with that small leg, and he was in pain for many years of his life, and um, he went to all types of doctors. They said there was nerve damage. They said all types of stuff, right? And I said, I didn't even knew that. I've known him for maybe a couple months, like three, four months. I was like, maybe a little bit longer, I don't remember. I'm like, bro, I said, we can go up there and go check it out. And, and maybe, you know, if, if it's up to Hashem, Hashem's going to heal you, you know what I mean? And he's like, let's do it. He didn't know what I was going to do or nothing. We did the whole thing, and he started pouring, water started pouring out of every part of his body like it was raining, like a rain cloud was over him, pouring from his face, from his arm, from his legs, from his penis, from his ass. Water was pouring everywhere like a puddle. I promise you, I promise you this is what happened. And he's like, man, I'm peeing myself, you know, all this stuff, right? And all this stuff happened. He left, and he has been maybe two, three weeks later. He's like, bro, I, the pain since that day I left, gone, right? Then he has been like two weeks after that. He's like, bro, I ran for 30 minutes for the first time. I don't have no more pain. I ran for 30 minutes for the first time in my life in three years. I haven't ran in three years. My leg is back almost normal to the other leg. What the heck? Like, I was going to see all these doctors. They're trying to give me all the medicine and everything, and we did one treatment one time. Wow. And he's fine now no more pain everything's healed you know thank god you know what i'm saying it's a blessing you know, just, you know, but, um, i mean it's definitely um, a spiritual experience and um it, it definitely will leave you questioning like whether what you saw there is real or it's just like you know 
figments of your imagination but whatever yeah. it is that you see it's real it is real for you but you, like it's something that's really happening like I, you leave this reality to go to another reality and i know this thing this goes for like way off of this fallback topic right and someone didn't plug in the computer so it's about to die i think but um let me see how much we have we have uh Six percent. Okay, so I have to look for the. Oh, here goes the plug right here. So, yeah, what I was trying to say was, um, so, you know, when we did when I did the ayahuasca at my house, right, and I told you I, we did it for two days, and uh, my boy was part of the first. My boys were part of the first day, and I was part of the second day. Um, um, do you mind plugging this in right here, in this little box right here behind? I'm being a little lazy, I think, right? That little gray box right there, just plug it into that gray box. Thank you so much, love. But um, when we did ayahuasca, right, I saw something. Thank you so much, love. But um, when we did ayahuasca, one of the guys that was there, which is the guy who, so, okay, my boy, and we're way off topic, guys, you know, this is just ADHD and me, and we're just going to do this, right? We're going to rock like how we rock, right? But, um... My boy who introduced me to ayahuasca or San Pedro, the shaman, uh, let's say his name is G, right? Hispanic guy, Colombian guy, amazing guy. Thank you, G, for being part of my life, being an amazing guy, right? You know what I mean? So, um, G, um, when we did ayahuasca, I saw my boy P. P was like shaking, like in the movies. You know, the movies, the scary movies, where you see like the, the person like uh, trembling, like they're, 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 they're going through dimensions and you see multiple parts of them. You know what I mean? As they swerve from right to left, it's like, it's like, like, like almost like Neo, like in um, The Matrix, right? So I saw him doing it, but he was going back and forth, rocking back and forth. I was like, wow, what the heck? This is why I saw my eyes, right? And I saw my boy G that I was talking about, like a demon with like these sharp teeth. Like a drunk demon, like a demon that was drunk with a big mouth, sharp teeth, and he was just smiling like he was just uh, under a spell, like he was just drunk and happy, right? And me personally, as a person who knows all types of people in this world, all sexualities, all types of people, meaning that good guys, bad guys, I mean, what you might consider a good guy or a bad guy, I mean, aggressive and non-aggressive, you know, um, urban legends, right? These people I'm associated to, I know all types of people. You know, I love everyone. I mean, so the guy who just killed someone in self-defense and the person who just, you know, gave to the homeless, I'm going to love you the same, right? That's just me as a person, the Aquarius in me, right? So now I saw him, I gave him a bow, like, hey, I love you. I mean, and I saw my boy doing that, I love you. This is what I was doing, not saying that a lot, I don't know if I was, but I was showing everyone, I love you just the way you are, I mean, and... And uh, I think, I don't remember who else was what, right? And so going back to what you're saying about going to different dimensions or whether you think this is real or fake. So um, my boy, I have a buddy of mine. I'm going to call his name because whatever. He was there and he would love to hear his name in here. His name is Indigigod. Indigigod, you know what I mean? So Indigi was there. and We did a song with him. Yeah, we did a song with him. Uh, we could probably play it. You know, it's called Human amazing song we wrote it for the weekend me nephew and uh digi god wrote it and we had who, who was the person that we had the relationship with it was somebody that we there was somebody from some label that, that came and he was signed to do yeah. instrumentals but he was there with you yeah and he was like coming down from something and he was just he just picked up a guitar and just dropped the beat 
Oh, that was uh, uh, the Spanish guy. Yeah, Renzo. Renzo. Thank you, Renzo, the producer. I mean, uh, I mean, I think he's like Grammy nominated, Grammy award winning. Yeah. Platinum plaques, whatever you got, he got all these plaques. But Renzo's amazing. Uh, second half of Half Ass Hippies, his name of the group, uh, producers, him, Renzo, and Refro. So, um, uh, so that's what I saw, right? So, Indigi was at the house with us also during this uh, ceremony. The San Pedro, or the, the ayahuasca, ayahuasca for my birthday. And Indigi leaves. You're not supposed to leave. You're supposed to sleep there that night. I mean, when it's everything over, six hours later, whatever, everybody sleeps, it wakes up a couple, and you, we put like this big old tray of food and fruits and everything, and you know, you'll stay there, and everybody will discuss what they saw, what their experience was the mm -hmm. next day. So, next day, everybody's there except for Indigi. Like, what the heck happened? Digi's gone. So, I tell everybody, hey, this is what I saw. I saw. G with the face, with the demon face, the sharp teeth, blah, blah. I saw P with the He got waving. a demon in him. <laughs> yeah, and I saw this, right? This is what I saw. Everybody tells their story. So that night, Indigi comes back. Everybody's still at my house all day eating. You know, we have a recording studio there. We have all types of stuff. People just enjoying themselves. That's the energy we try to bring, right? And um, he, he comes back, and he's like, bro. He tells everybody, like, bro, you won't believe what I saw, man. You won't believe what I saw. I said, what happened? He said, man, I couldn't even drive home. It was black. I had to drive home slow because I couldn't even drive home because it was, you know, because what I saw, I had to go home. I said, what happened? He said, you know your brethren over there? And he's Jamaican, indigenous guy. He's a Jamaican guy. Well, he's not in Jamaican. He's indigenous. He's Caribbean, he, right? He's Jamaican, but he doesn't want to, he doesn't claim to any society right. or culture. He's cool. He's, I like yeah, him. I really amazing, do. He's an amazing cool. guy. He really is. I mean, and... Um, he said, your, your brethren over there named G, you know, not his real name, but your brethren over there who's standing over there. I said, yeah, because he was sitting across from me. He said, man, you won't believe what happened. So what happened? He said, so me and him walk outside the front door to go get a breath of fresh air. And he said, I look down, I look up, I seen a damn demon with the sharp teeth and blah, blah. I said, for real? He said, yeah, he said, he said, I couldn't believe it. I, I looked back again and looked back. And the man, demon's still there. I said, for real? The demons, I said, bro, that's the same thing I saw. The same thing I saw. He said, y'all, the man, sharp teeth and boom, 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 I said, yeah, bro. I saw, I said, I told everybody in the group what I saw. And you're telling me you saw the same And he left and came back. So you know he didn't hear. There's he no way he heard it. No. Yeah. Like, I'm like, bro, you can't, you said exactly, so that just shows you, at least for me, my personal experience, you know, like, wow, like, you really can. You tap into that unseen world. Yeah, for real. And it just wow. because you can't see it doesn't mean it's not there. Exactly, you know what I mean? And some people just don't like to accept that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. so, I mean, but, but we're not going to fall back from no ayahuasca. We're not falling back, no San Pedro, so that's not part of the, the, the actual segment. But, I mean, we actually, the shaman's actually coming back real soon. I mean, we're going to do ayahuasca again. I don't know if I'm going to be there, but um, I know some. I know this might not be something to talk about on this platform for the rest of the world. I mean, I guess they talk about shrooms on Joe Rogan or whatever the guy is. I mean, so, I mean why can't we talk about ayahuasca? Say whatever you want to say. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You can't say whatever you want to say. These days, you say yeah. what you want to say. They and then, try to censor you. you know, they, they, or they come after you, or they mm -hmm. try to shut you down, whatever, you know what I mean? So hopefully, you know, we're giving positive talk. We're not trying to take away any money from the pharmaceutical companies, but I mean, we're not talking about that. We're just talking in general about our experiences. Well, when you self-made and self-paid, you can say what you want to say and you can do what you want to do. And when you're sovereign in your own mind and you move like that, 
then just be that because nah, I'm gonna be humble about this one. No. <laughs> Listen, man, I appreciate everyone. I appreciate the support. I appreciate that. I need I need the support of human government all. I mean, I, I don't mean, need no about, I don't need about no that, uh, conflict. Friend who was a demon now. Yeah, y'all ain't seen no no signs of that. No, he's an amazing guy, though. Super okay. sweet guy. This is his eternal spiritual way, I guess. Mm. I mean, my boy said, oh, it's the pork. He must have eaten the pork. I mean, that's what my boy was saying. And did you was saying that? That's, that's but, a hell of a thing to see. Yeah, we I'm both saw you. the same thing. I mean, and Neff has done some 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 treats, some ceremonies, some things with us. I did one yeah. thing no, two by times. myself. Two times. No. DMT, two times. By myself. I'm yeah. not. I'm not part of no ceremony. Not ceremony, but I'm saying you've done. <laughs> I'm on a mission. You've done. You've done. You've I don't want to see mission. no demons standing next to me because I'm gonna pull it up at you. But that you, demon gonna have to get you, around you me. Know, so, you know, so wild about about Nephi though is uh, one time she went under um, and went through the experience for my boy, right? And this boy of mine, this homeboy of mine, is a gangster, straight gangster. I mean, got shot eleven times or some crazy number. Shot all types of people. You know what I'm saying. In self-defense, in self-defense, you know, we have to put that in there every time. But, um, and like a real gangster, like he used to keep his pistol on him all the time. Convicted fella or not, don't care, you know what I'm saying? Because he might get shot, so he has to shoot back, you know what I mean? And uh, Nephew went up there and saw some life-changing things for him. And I actually didn't see anything for him. What you, I, but the words you said. I saw, Yes. I saw stuff for me. Yes. And when I came back, because number one, they told me not to come back. And but you went and up there because went. of him originally. Remember? Yeah, I yes. went to show him like it's nothing to be afraid of. Yes. And but when I went there, they actually told me that I was still holding on to fear, and they told me to walk in that fearlessness and, and to do everything that I was afraid of, basically. You know something about kids that came up also. I think when you came back that second time, because that's when he started crying. You know, this big gangster was crying because he I said saw, that related to him. Something about kids. I saw him as daughter. a kid. I was talking. To, I don't know what I was talking to him oh, about. But when I came, when I came back, I heard like I was still under. So I was under with my eyes open. Basically, that's what happened. And I heard basically it was saying like I'm going to walk with you. And yeah. it, remember, he needed to go. And I kept telling him, yeah. you need to go for a reason. It still can be a life changing experience. Still hasn't gone. He was afraid. But basically, they they found a way in a in a person to get that yes. message through to him, and so that's what I became in that moment—a person to relay a message to him. And then I think, uh, and his life changed after that. One hundred percent. Never, he doesn't have no pistol on him ever again. Never. He became a, like a family man. Very family oriented. He started getting into the, the shrooms. He used the shrooms a lot to help balance him and keep him on a positive path. He very started getting into talking. the CMOS. He got into the CMOS business. Health and stuff like that. I'm saying very health conscious. Complete, complete turn. The big gangster turned into, A health you know, conscious family man. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Law abiding citizen. Yeah, 100% law abiding. I mean, and really trying to keep to that. I mean, and, you know, and, and listening to his inner spirit and listening to that inner voice. He told me, we were just talking about the other day, like, bro, like, you know, I listen to the voice now. He said, before I did it. I mean, when it tells me to fall back, I fall back. Not just because it's the high title of the segment, but he really like, yeah, I fall back. I mean. Do you yeah. think when you have those experiences, it's something that you see or is it something that you feel mostly? So being someone 
who was a part of many experiences for people, not myself, because it doesn't work. And I've and and it's kind of weird because people have seen me like I'll consume like the DMT we're talking about, DMT consume it in front of them to show them that hey, listen, it's not something harmful. I'll consume it, pull the whole thing just like everybody else, a whole rip, whatever, hold it in, blow it out, and hold it in for a long time. I'm talking about you know as long as I can because I'm fat. You know what I mean, but I'll hold it in as long as I can. Blow it out. They'll see all the smoke on my mouth and be like, oh, shoot. He just did it. I could do it. Then they'll do it and they'll just go straight up. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, bro, this, this wasn't what just happened with you, bro. Like, I one day I saw, my, like, one of the celebrity, uh, we had a couple celebrities that have done it. One celebrity friend was like, yo, I've seen my grandfather. He told me, you know, like, almost like my grandfather told me where the gold was hidden. You know what I mean? Type of thing. You know what I mean? And people who've heard that or seen that actually found the gold. I mean, every single time. But his grandfather told me he had to tell him and did what he had to do. You know what I'm saying? And he's moving positively. But what's the question one more time? I'm sorry. Do you I said, feel did like... you think it was something you see mostly or feel? So so it's different for every person. And that's what I was trying to relate. He's to never say. been on DMT. Well, Not even me. for your other I'm experiences. I'm talking about the people. The people that has experienced it. It's an experience. It's something that you see and feel. But but some people It's I something know. you see, feel. For me, it was something that I saw and heard. Yeah. But some people, but what I'm saying is some people, well, almost everyone sees, right? 99% of people see and and 50% feel like someone's talking to them, feel that somebody's telling them something and probably the other 50% actually see something right there in front of them, talking to them, well, guiding them. Like I have a, a pastor friend of mine, I mean, and this pastor sees the future. He'll go up there and he'll see the future clear as day. Tell you, yo, listen, there's a Samsung TV right there on that wall. There was this there. There was that there. The year was almost around this year because I was trying. I told him, hey, go, go look for a newspaper when you go up there. I mean, go look for a newspaper. Go go on a computer. Type in and see what the date pops up. You know, I want to know what it is. You know what I mean? Like, hey, if we can see what, what stock is trending right there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We could probably kind of. You know, have a. That's uh, what you were trying to send me up matrix. there to do. Yeah, go get the lotto numbers for us. I mean, <laughs> it might be, you know, so we can wait for that date to, to for it to clear for us. I mean, go get these. Uh, go play that thing every day for the next ten years. Yeah, yeah. Unless you can see the date, but yeah, but that's what I'm saying. So people have seen and felt and seen and heard. I mean, I mean, everyone sees, right? But some people have felt and heard is what I'm saying. I mean, and clear as day. And I've and I've just. I mean, I'm, man, I remember one time this one celebrity kid, I mean, he was a pretty big celebrity. Um, this, and these are different celebrities, right? And this guy had a hit record. He's an artist. The first guy was a comedian. This, the second person is an artist. Big, big records out. And um, um, he went up there and he saw his mother and his cousin who passed away. And his mom and them were scared. Like, what the heck's going on? How are you up here? What happened? They thought he died. I mean, and he didn't die, of course. And he talked to them, and his they, you know, they. And it was a lot of love. He said he met so many other family members that he never saw before who passed away previous uh, years, whatever. You know, he met so many family members, people attached to them, and you know, they came to him a lot of love. And then he came, he left, whatever. Had his experience, came back a second time, like, hey, let's go back up again. And we went back up again. That somebody was blocking the gate. He said there was a person, like an entity, blocking the gate, and he was trying to get in. Apparently, he could hear his mom screaming across the gate, like, yo, don't come in, don't come in, stay, 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 don't come in. And they were screaming for him to come in. He was upset because he wanted to go in the gate and go see his family again. And they're like, no, you know what I'm saying? Stay out. 
I mean, don't come back. I mean, so, I mean, um, and that was clear. I mean, clear as day. You know, and I'm, I mean, 90% of the people around me, you know, they've been under, they've experienced it. And it was a beautiful, for those, it was a beautiful, I mean, we're supposed to, you know, so, but, um, you know, and, and that's been a blessing. And I mean, I've been able to see a lot of positive things, I mean, with people. You know, I know it's a touchy and a, a, a subject that you want to hear about. So, what else, though? Come on. Well, I was fall just back. wondering. Fall back, girl. Fall back. <laughs> fall back off that topic. I was that experience naturally shifts you because it is a plant medicine, or is it something you have to choose for yourself? What do you mean? Like, if you're already in the mindset. To- I had a girl came to my house. I This one of my uh, 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 members, friends, whatever you want to say, like, just somebody who used to just come to my house, right? Um, because these people used to just come to my house. They used to party every day, play music, whatever. Just come hang out. They come. To my, they know they can come to my backyard. They can come relax, whatever. Hang out. Go to the pool, whatever. Like I didn't care. My house is everybody's house. I mean, that's that type of person I have. Now it's not like that anymore. My wife's like, no, too many people are coming here. Too much energies, right? Mm-hmm. But it was uh, like that, right? And um, anyways, this girl comes to my house, and I was like, hey, you want to go? You want to go up today? She don't know what I'm talking about. What it is? She's like, sure, whatever. Okay. You go back to the backyard, you know what I mean? Because people didn't know. Like, they just trust me because they know I'm not here. For, I've always been as honest as I can. And as Some people just be down for whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she didn't know what it was. I said, Exactly. I told her the steps. I said, you're going to take it in slowly. Blah, blah. All the steps I tell people, right, anybody I've ever done it with. And this is all for free. Like, I, this is, I, you know, spend the money out of my pocket to, you know, give this gift to everyone, right? Whoever has asked, okay. right? Um, of their own uh, free will on the court again. And, we thank um, you. Yeah, 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 no pressure. That's, you know, Hashem does that, right? But um, so she did it, boom. And, you know, I know her name, of course. I'm not going to say it right. She does it. She runs out the house, like leaves. Oh. Like, I'm like, what happened? Why did she leave the house? I don't know what she saw to this day, right? I still don't know. And um, I seen her maybe um, it's like two, maybe a month or two months later. Like, because she always comes like, really spread out times i mean so she probably comes like two months later to my house and i say hey uh so what happened she's like no she want to talk about it whatever i'm like okay well has anything changed in your life drastically she said well something has changed i was like what she said um i have lupus and i didn't know that you know what i'm saying i didn't couldn't tell i don't know what how someone lupus looks like you know what i mean there's a sp- certain distinguishing mark about them right they she looked normal to me right she said i have lupus and I've been on dialysis my whole life. I mean, where they clean the blood and stuff. She has to go to the machine, clean her blood, whatever, right? And she's I've been on dialysis my whole life. And I remember in the past, I've asked my doctor, when will I ever get off this? And he said, never. You'll never get off the machine. You have to use this for the rest of your life to, to survive, right? And she says, um, I guess she had to go see a doctor one or two weeks after we did the, the experience. And she goes, and the doctor sees her does all his tests and he walks out and the nurse comes and says okay you can leave and she's like huh don't I have to do my treatment whatever blah blah and I don't remember it may, maybe it wasn't two weeks maybe it was two days I don't remember the exact the time frame because it was whenever she had to go do her next dialysis right, right. and she's like um, she's like no you can leave and she's like what do you mean like and she's like uh, um, you don't have to say so she said the doctor came back she's like yo like what happened he said what have you done different 
And she didn't want to say, hey, she, I did DMT. She's like, no, i just been eating a diet and everything while I was going. She said, well, you know, miraculously, you don't have to do dialysis no more. I mean, so you don't have to come back no more. And she's like, wow. I mean, like, I'm not going to say she's healed of lupus. I mean, but, you know, the, the medicine helped. I mean, so, um, you know, there is some amazing, I mean, like I told you, I just told you the guy's leg. I told you her right, lupus. Right. Yeah, and I don't know what they did to me when I went up there. But I mean, you said they were fixing you, right? Like they had you, they're they operating on you. I felt what it felt like was I died and came back. Of course. That's what it felt like. Of like Eagle death. I felt, um, no, it was more like a literal one, like where. But she didn't die. They were when showing. She was with us. No, 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 I didn't die. But it, I said it, it felt more like a, it didn't feel like an ego death. It felt like a literal one. Yeah. Because I don't think that I had ego. I didn't go in with ego. I went in with a lot of pain. Yeah, you know, like a so lot of fallback a lot of it was Reggie, no, it was not that. Flip. It was not that. Okay. It's not from that. It was like just a childhood traumas pain. So do you think that you know, it, that was more of what that mine was not about that at all? Like that's not pain. That's why I fall back from that because I don't like but, feeling. Pain. You know, I'm talking about the falling back though. You wrote this song and did this song, and the first name on there is Reggie, and that became her baby daddy. Like you know, just to let you guys know, you know, a couple <laughs> months later, you know, a couple months later, she did end up getting back with Reggie, the first name in the song. <laughs> she didn't fall back; she fell in. You know what I mean? <laughs> she fell in. Oh, why you making all those faces or nothing? Like you really think about it, huh? Damn. You will fall back. You did the song. It went you just right into put my business out the fuck there. Number Why? one. What do you mean? And number two, yes, I did. Yes. I did. I did. Deeply I love. said that I was gonna fall back and he switched up some shit. So and hey. have, I thought they had a and, great relationship too. And we have a beautiful daughter yes, now. You do. Yes, you do. Very amazing, beautiful. Amazing, amazing. Beautiful daughter, beautiful children. Do you have any children? Yes. How many children do you have? Yeah, put the mic to your mouth. You know, maybe that's why you divorced because you didn't put the mic to your mouth before. <laughs> nah, <Man. laughs> yeah, learn how to put the mic to your, right to your right to your mouth, right to your lips. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, I expect that from you, your Capricorn. You know what I mean? <laughs> so you're gonna get cursed out so righteously. No, 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 I'm here for it. No, I expect, I expect it. So you have two daughters, you said. Two daughters. Okay, that's cool. Uh, well, do you mind seeing what ages they are? Seven and oh, you two. have to think about it. She's like, oh well, my she god! She just turned seven. I don't, I don't so. know what my daughter's birthday is. You know what I'm saying, I don't, I don't know how, how old she is. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> you really was really thinking hard about that. She just turned seven. Pause. Okay, okay, okay. That's cool. So seven and two, man. So you say you just recently how what how 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 many weeks or months you've been divorced or days? Since June. June. So we're in September now. June, July, July yeah. August. Three months. Wow. I so so were you guys last year so were you guys uh sexually active uh, uh since last year or you stopped or every once in a while the minute i wanted a divorce everything ceased and desist wow wow yeah, nothing. you you stopped or he stopped i had to go for it with it because i know he never would you would never want a divorce i knew that he was in the same space as me but the action behind it like some people just can't so okay so what was the the, what was the purpose of the reason for falling back come on now you know it's a marriage it it builds up it's so many what was building up is i'm asking just because remember you can't say say because of marriage trauma in the marriage just 
I mean, old school I mean, marriages, they, they marriage, never divorced. I was in a marriage to where... Incompatibilities. We couldn't even communicate with each other. What do you mean? Like, like literally be where he just couldn't say anything to me. Oh, y'all couldn't have no conversation at all. Like, no matter what angle I came at it, it just was no communication. Oh, guess who just walked in the building? Wolfpack artist, Baby Black. He is not that guy. You're not on camera. There's no camera this time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um... Also, is like just, I mean, so incompatible. It's almost like you know something from the beginning, and you keep choosing it, even though you know it's not. How long, really so you're married for seven years or eight years, possibly? Uh, we were married in 2015. We got together in 2014. So the seven-year-old is for a previous boyfriend no, and daddy, no, 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 same guy. All from the same marriage thing. So, but you said 15. Oh, 15, 22. He was born in 2015. Oh, was a boy. Okay, that's cool. No, she, she was born. born I know all the children. Now. Okay, she was born in fifteen. Okay, that's cool. So, um, so, so you one night stand? No. You knew the guy, or before that? We were. That's pretty fast. You know what I mean? You're um, married and baby, boom, immediately, boom. They got. It was she knew him from 2014. So right. y'all were talking, or just knew each other from no, something? We had a. Very strange. I kind of moved to his city, and we just kind of went straight into that space immediately. Moving in together, or being yeah, the, yeah, yeah. So y'all immediately. We so immediately. Where was he from? Day one, and I met this man. Where is he from? Atlanta. Okay, and you were, and you moved it to Atlanta at that yeah. time. I had just graduated from college, and I was living in different cities. Was he? Was he? Uh, was he? Um, uh, uh, was he? Uh, Don't act it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, listen. Uh, they say in Atlanta. These okay. guys in Atlanta, they they kind of no, like no, double no, lives. No, he wasn't that. But okay. It you know wasn't. Yeah. Bisexual, I trisexual. Don't no, no. You don't want to talk about it. No, I wasn't that. Okay. Okay. I wasn't so, all of that. So okay. So you you moved to Atlanta. You you, you found him on Craigslist or something? No, we met through a mutual friend. And you just moved in with each other, like we, we like were, these buildings. We were talking for like a I'm whole in month and a half, He's and then a, I kind of went down there and then went into this super fast. You're like, I'm, I'm in, we living in Buckhead. The bills are too expensive. I'm gonna move in with you. Let's just shit, split the bills. Um, and I, I was young. I, I mean, how old are you now? You can't be that young. Thirty-three. Who, who's the old thirty? You see, you're not that. You're not that young. You're not that old. You're not old. You're not. You know what I'm saying? So, twenty-seven years ago, twenty-five. 20. Yeah, open the door. Open the door. Open the door. Open the door. <laughs> they keep on knocking on the door. Oh my gosh, hey. it's, it's Carla. Yeah. What Come the on, Carla. hell? Look at, look at Carla popped in. It's, it's Carla Hibbert. What is going on? We're, we're doing a podcast. Well, it's not video. It's only audio. You gonna jump in? Yeah, okay, I know you've been, you've been in relationships where you have to fall back sometimes too, so. I'm not going to put your business out there. I'll, I'll talk about it once you walk out the door. I'll talk about you, you know what I mean, behind your back. Are you leaving? No, she's not. Uh, she came to, to, to tell prayers, to pray with everybody. Uh-oh. Fellowship and prayer. So you leaving? Yeah. Yeah. Well, 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 well. Well, it's Carla Hibbert! Yeah. <laughs> Carla helps people with like EB5. So if you're from other countries and you have a lot of capital and you want to get your citizenship in the United States, she's an EB5 representative. She does a lot of stuff out of Africa. She's also um, 
What's, what's, what, what do you call it? The like the uh, the priestess. What do you call her? Uh, Ia. Ia. She's an Ia. She's she. Talking? I mean, she's an Ia now. I wonder if. Uh, is, so is that what um Nelly was talking about? Under the under the Ia Ia. Oh, I'm just asking. Like, was no. that? Because there's songs. There's songs that have uh, like you know you know what I didn't know like that new uh, song by um, the African artist with the diamonds in his teeth. Uh, he's really big with the long head and the dreads going back. He's one of the biggest artists. I don't even die down the day. I don't even die down the day. The song. Oh. song. Uh, the song. I don't like, be knowing their name. He's a big artist. He's like one of the biggest ones in the world right now. Is it dreads? Yeah, he has dreads or his hair plaited back. He's tall, dark, oh, dark oh, skin. Oh. Um, what's this kid? Something kid or something boy? Something boy? Drummer boy? No, what's his name? Something. I think I know. Something. Oh, drum, um, Burner Boy. Burner, Burner Boy. Yeah, that's You know that song he has right now? Um, how's the song go? He got a long head. Yeah, he does have a long head. So, so that's what she said. Pause. Oh. Hey, no, but, um, so, <laughs> so, no, but, um, what's that song that he has out right now? The, um, the song that's out right now for Burner, for Burner Boy. The big record, man. It's all over the radio all the time. That one. That the, song. That's, how's it go? Mm-hmm. Do you, you know but anyway, well, you know what? Let me look for this Burner Boy song so we can play it. We this, but the song is, they say it's a spirit he's saying. It's uh, one of the, uh, the it's, like a, it's like a voodoo song, really, like, but uh, a Yoruba song. Yoruba and voodoo is not the same thing. Well, it's not the all. same thing. It's not I'm the same just, thing at all. I'm just saying, what I'm the, saying is. The energies are not the same thing. What is this song by Burner Boy? It's called Last Last. Last Last. That's whatever he's song. That's a like a that's like a priest. You never seen the lyrics of that song? It's a it's a you it's a song dedicated to you. Okay, let, let's look it up right now. Burner Boy, last last lyrics, right? And uh, you know, for those who know, they know. If they don't know, they don't know. You know what I'm saying? I didn't know. I had to learn. I mean. We're gonna try to skip through these commercials, you know. That you know, uh, YouTube wants to give commercials. But here we go, here we go, here we go. Listen to the song. We're gonna listen to the song. Last, last, everybody go to breakfast. Shayo, 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 Nothing to discuss, oh, cause I think when you buy it, you fall and without any doubt, though. I'm a me, happy, I don't, oh, I know, go feed the girl, I know, go feed the girl, it's out, oh, I'm a mind that's really dark, oh, I put my life into my job, and I know I'm in trouble. She manipulate my love, oh, I know, holy, and I know that capo, like the Baba Frayo, my Ayo, don't cry, oh. I try to buy moto, want Toyota Corolla. My feelings been they swing like Django Lover. Feelings been they. Oh. 
don't go is not shy yo. Well, well, listen, that's what they said. But he so said I, I need weed and alcohol. Oh, he said I need weed and alcohol. He did that. Somebody gave me false information. <laughs> they sure did. They, they told me I'm they sorry. They thought he was saying Shungo, but he's he's not saying Shungo. He's saying Shayo. So Shungo is in Yoruba, Orisha, and Orisha is just another word of saying an ancestor that is the. Those are some of the first ancestors that walked this planet. But he's saying Shayo. Yeah, which I see means that. Alcohol. He wants wow, sweet. That's crazy. He wants <laughs> to get high right now. Well, he wants to smoke and I'm drink. Ha- I'm happy to hear that. Beer, and party. Bro. You just said you want to party and get. He ain't trying to pray. <laughs> but some, but you know what's so crazy? That's the thing about doing. He a different spirit. He's, to, he's using the, the actual spirits. He's drinking the spirits <laughs> and smoking the spirits. You know? Wow. So someone heard it and it's like, oh, that's a spiritual song. Because somebody told me, I'm like, hey, I'm like, for real? It said that. I love that song though. It's a fire song. It is. I know you It is. Up. Like you ain't see like you, you was talking to me and I just like kinda listening to the song. Yeah, you didn't hear nothing I was saying. I was in a vibe. I was like, what? <laughs> matter of fact, when you go online it says Big boy and shy. Big boy and shy. It says and alcohol. And so, if that person who told you that, if they would have just did the very basic research, they would have know that they were wrong. It is a Yoruba word though. It's a Yoruba language. It says Shayo pronounces Shayo is a Yoruba name which means to be happy. And a lot of our ancestors come from there and so that's why the music is doing what it's doing. That's why a lot of the Afrobeats music is popping right now because it's like you got a lot of you got a lot of African Americans who are waking up to parts of themselves that was lost in trans in the transatlantic slave trade and parts of their culture. That was lost and so when when these afrobeats music is coming out and we feeling it and we like it and it sounds like our hip-hop and it sounds like our r&b and we vibing with it i mean we feel it deeply it technically is though it that, is it is what song is that that was tony braxton's yeah. song and that was him doing afrobeat but you know it's the we're realizing, you know how you said in Digigod, he doesn't want you to call him Jamaican. Yeah. He's indigenous because what basically what he, that's a bold statement to make and say that I'm a part, like I'm just black yeah. basically. And we all connected. I'm not claiming no particular part of this planet because I'm from the whole thing, yeah, you know? That's true, that's facts. I mean, you just said something, you hit it right on the head. I see over there, what, 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 what? I can never remember your sister's Kalima. name. Kalima. Kalima. It sounds like, like it sounds like a body part, like clitoris. Clean. Why I'm sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to come for you. I'm, I mean, I'm not. I mean, I'm not trying. To I don't know why he's being like this today. I'm, not, I'm just saying, no, no, for real. Like, he's on his worst behavior, <laughs> sis. This I, is not a good person. I hear it. I hear it. I hear I'm, it. I'm trying so hard to. You know, I'm gonna write it down, Kalima, in this, so I can Kalima. remember. It means the creation of God. So for real? Yes, it does. Oh wow, that's beautiful. Powerful name. Don't play Nick with it. Nick Bow and I'm not gonna play with you. <laughs> <laughs> you, you smoking even? That's not a real laugh. That's not a real. Do you smoke? Sometimes, Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. You like uh, you like hemp, CBD, cannabis? Yeah, I'm not a big smoker though, so I'm not gonna give you. What's the joint at? What's the joint? Can I can I try? Can I take a pull? Um, oh. now? Cause she told me it wasn't a good idea to. What? Mix. Oh, because we fry, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's not that. It's just that if you go, it could be way. You can go deeper than you need to go, and unless you smoke a lot. I mean, you say you smoke sometimes. You don't smoke that much. Okay, so that's cool. 
I mean, if you smoked a lot, but yeah, can I get can I, I'm about to, uh, to to pull this joint right here and uh, and try some of this uh, Wolf OG that uh, nephew over here was, she rolled up. Did you put tobacco in here? Uh-uh. Oh, thank God. Just I hate the tobacco. I don't know why you love putting tobacco. Like, the, the, the medicine is not made Is that a tea machine behind you? Yes, there is. Is tea in there? No, there's no water or anything. They just, they just want, the, the tea there represents us giving the tea, uh, getting the tea on. I'm out. saying it's water here. We have water. You could if you want to. Make some it tea. works, I think. Oh, no, there's no power there, I think. Oh. Mm-hmm. So, did your ex-husband uh, smoke? Yes. You guys smoke together, hang out, smoke a joint? Yeah, but mm. energy just ain't. I'm, I'm the type of person I could, I was touching his hand one day while we were smoking, and I could feel... My heart just started beating really hard. Why? Like I was getting it. That was that gas you were smoking. That's no, it was just like a, a crazy <laughs> bit of anxiety to where it was almost like I could feel the energy between us. And so I had to let go of his hand because I was like, I, I started to sense things. It's kind of like what you said. Remember yeah. you were like, you had that one person who you had to just recently fall back from because right. of the anxiety. Because of the because she, it, she left you with a feeling of anxiety. Yeah, man. Like no, you don't want that in your no, in no, your right, intimate relationship. Right, you don't want to feel that anxiety right. there because then that shit starts to mess with you. Mm-hmm. It messes it messes up your spirit because that person's supposed Ooh. to be a safe space. Yeah, you're right. That's, that's why. And that's why. Go back to my household, like you know, um, and like like you were saying about my wife, like she doesn't like what I do. I know that she doesn't like it personally, but that's the only thing you can say you don't like, really. I mean, she didn't like when I started smoking either. I mean, she, I mean, she doesn't like a lot of stuff, I guess. But other reasons, like she didn't like I was helping a lot of people and having them at the house all the time. But that was just me, like I'm just an open-hearted, like you know, like okay. I feel like you know, everybody doesn't have the blessing. Let's say financially, because we're talking about money, right? Money pays for things for you to live, right? So not everybody has the blessing to be financially comfortable doesn't mean you're successful it just means comfortable meaning that you can pay your bills and like you know like i was just telling a buddy of mine i'm gonna go back to my the wife thing just remind me about that one but uh i was telling a buddy of mine i was like you know i've seen so many i was watching something about uh, the mexicans and all this stuff that they were talking about on the internet whatever and uh, and you know boosie said oh he wants mexicans they're hard working all that stuff right and we're just talking about like how the hispanic culture they'll have like and not and not everybody's like this not to disrespect anybody else because this is what I experienced myself with an ex-girlfriend that was Hispanic. They had like five to seven family members in the house. They all were working, right? And they were struggling or whatever they were doing, right? But every weekend, they partied. Every weekend, they showed happiness. Right. They played dominoes. They drunk beer. They barbecued. They went to the beach. They do that. Even if they're struggling, mm-hmm. they enjoy their life. They enjoy every day. That they when they get a chance to that they can and you mm-hmm. see that in a lot of different countries mostly hispanic though like, i see right hispanic countries they are it's like amazing yeah, like they, they, they all really, show up they don't care and, and and they 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 go all out when they do it like right. it's not it's not just the oh we're going to the beach because i think that we do that but we just like kind of just go right but it's an experience for them they right. they take the time to make sure that they're that the time that they're going to spend having fun and celebrating is going to be 
worth it. Like they mm-hmm. got they they got boxes of Coronas and right, and chips right. and dip yeah. and salsa, and they make their like they make it. They make the guacamole and the chips ceviche. I remember one time I seen because they were struggling. We talking, about, yeah. and we're not talking about the rich. There's of course rich people everywhere, Hispanic in all cultures. So we're not disrespecting anybody. And there's middle class everywhere, right? But I'm talking about the poor, not the poor, but the ones that are right above poor, but you know struggling to not struggling because they can't. They're living close to comfort. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I remember one time they couldn't afford to change their roof. And you know what they did? They cooked a meal, a big meal, and family members came and bought plates. Normally, remember, they give free food when they go party on the weekends, but that's how the family supported them buying a new roof. Mm. I mean, they went and bought plates and donated what they wanted for the plates. And they were able to come with a couple, and and at that time I was dating a girl and I had, I was successful, I was very young and very successful. I had six properties, all this stuff. I was like, yo, I'll just pay for your roof. She's like, nah, don't worry, we're your family, we're gonna make this work together, I mean? Mm And the family came, the rich family, the poor family, all the different family members came. They had a barbecue at the house. They sold plates, and they were able to pay for that new roof. Yes. I mean, so and, you know, and shout out to Hispanics. And pay there. attention to the handout wasn't wanted. Mm. It was like, and there's people in this world that are like that. Like, they they want to... Yeah. You know what I'm, what I'm, what I'm trying to say? I'm trying, I'm trying to understand what you're trying to say. We're trying to understand. The world is trying to understand. I'm trying to say what you're saying. There's people in this world that care about... No, I'm not I'm not necessarily saying that they that they want to earn it, but like they want to do things for themselves. Right. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Like They don't mind helping a handout, but... I learned. I just learned just now that. Yeah, they want to earn it. These headphones are on. You can't even pass gas. So I'm just gonna start passing it over here. Just letting you know. I think it also creates you smell a it. natural reciprocity as well. Exactly. And the balance and the that's the word that I was. That's the know? word I wanted to use, but I wasn't Instead sure. Just taking, right you know, it's it's got to bring balance to it because I've learned that space in my own life Clean to where like, fuck your gas. I've gotten to a point to where I don't give out a form of energy that I know that person isn't willing to give back. Mm-hmm. I had to learn that lesson. Mm-hmm. Like, and she don't keep asking me for money if you know you're not even thinking about giving it back. To I hate I'm those. not even give it out. That, I, that I'm is not, amazing. That how many people out there would actually say to you, "Hey, give me, let me borrow." Don't right. Know where borrow to say? How, you know, side friend. I used to. I came to a point where I said, "You know what? Let me give you money. Let me give you something. I rather give. I rather go and say, you know what? Let me buy." Uh, 10 cases of water and give it to you and freeze it, give it to you so you can go sell and make your money. And that way you learn how right, to make right. your money the instead dollar. of me just giving you the, the money. Mm-hmm, exactly. Most people don't appreciate it. Don't appreciate the dollar. No, no. Because it took energy and time to make that dollar and to go get what you and have to that's, do for yourself. So. And most people don't want to tra- trade their energy and their time. Most people don't want to go do that. So when a person has that mindset of like, I want to give in order to get, or I'll, you get what I'm saying? Like in that case, that girl probably didn't want your money for the roof because she wanted, you get what I'm saying? She didn't want to have to owe you or she didn't know what came behind that. And she wasn't trying to use you at the same time. And it was like, I want to do something or we're going to solve this problem. We don't need, you know, we may have to figure it out. We may have to get a bit creative with how we're going to do this. But it's gonna get done. You know, and those people, those are the people that 
get up and go to work and work every day because they understand the value of their time and their money. Yeah. And and they be hard workers. And that's that's kind of why, you know, we have this saying that, you know, those people part of Hispanic community are some of the hardest workers because yeah. they do. They love their family. They love their family. Yeah. And so they work hard and they all stay Not together. Not to say that other cultures don't love their family. It's they, just they're famous for, for that. They're yeah. well known for that because you see it as a general thing throughout their culture. That's my boy. Pretty much. His name is Red. Uh, he's Hispanic, actually. Call him. His name is Red. What's up, Red? His name is Steve. Red Steve. Red. Go on there, Red. You know, that's a Kalima right there. Red, what's up, Red? They used to call you Red sometimes when you were growing up. Girl, Red, what's up, Red? Red Red, what's up, Red Bone? Mm, you looking like like a turkey. I just want to bite that leg. You know what I'm she, she, got, she got her, her thigh out, the whole thigh out. I can see her. I can see her vagina. I saw her vagina. He is lying. He is lying. She doesn't show me talking about it in public. I'm sorry. That's Capricorn. They like to keep everything secret. She's really looking in her bag for something. She's about to throw a tampon. Throw something soft. (laughs) (laughs) Don't throw nothing too hard. Don't. Oh, is that a dildo on your bag? I'm just saying that for the. I'm just saying that for the mic. Oh, she sent me. She threw me a dollar. Thank you, girl. Thank you. Oh, that ain't no penny. That's a that's a rare coin. Oh no, no, this is nothing. She gave me. Oh my God, this is the fifty colones from the Republic de de Costa. Oh, you been to Costa Rica? Wow. See, I forgot she's a traveler. Okay, so I think she wants to talk about Costa Rica. We met to you, you met any new booze in Costa Rica? No. You know. But it wasn't very beautiful men out there. Oh, for real? How, and how are they to you? You talking about natives or uh, Costa Ricans? Are they black? White? What are the they? The part that I was I mean, in. I'm sorry. Uh, European? African? I went to Puerto Viejo, Talamanca, Costa Rica. Are you Hispanic? Oh, do you say so well? I just said it well. But it was the Afro Caribbean town. Okay. And it was a lot of black people there That's that fire. looked just like us. Right. So when they well, see us. not just like just like us back here. You're, no, they look like you're, us. You're pretty uh red. You're pretty No, but uh, they look like us. I'm you're talking pretty. about some even blacker than us. No. <laughs> a very beautiful I'm energy joking. there. It was like I think you should if you've never been to that place, you should go there. It's not, like a whole portal itself. It's I actually want to go to go to Costa Rica. Like that's like one of my. So, you know, and, and I've and I've traveled a little bit. I mean, um, and uh, I think the problem I have is, I love or end up working so hard or so much that most of my traveling ends up being around work, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't want to disrespect. I love my country. I, I'm proud to be an American. And it did No, I'm free. You know that song? We're going to play that song. But, oh um, but you know, um, because, it tra- you know, traveling, I think, in America is just way too expensive. Like, I really feel like I've traveled to other countries, like islands, the Caribbean, whatever. And it really upsets me. I'm like, okay. For, for, like we're in Miami, right? We want to go to California. How much is a plane ticket to go to California? Round trip, six hundred to a thousand dollars, right? Yeah. And then and you're gonna pay for a hotel. You're gonna pay what? Maybe one fifty to three hundred dollars a day, yeah. based on the class. I mean, you're part of Goldwater, so uh, <laughs> you know what I mean, Goldwater, amazing water. No, no, but you, but you know, what I mean, you, you're gonna you probably go somewhere a little bit more in your 
a range of living, you know, right, based right. on what your experience is, right? So every, what I've noticed is every time I ever went to California, I spent between two to four thousand dollars. That's getting a rental car, flying there, um, eating, uh, you know, because I'm fat, I like to eat, and you know, getting a, a hotel. I spent between two thousand to four thousand dollars. I'm talking about on a three day trip right. to one week, right? And I said to myself, wow, like. I bought a trip, a ticket one time to go to Guyana, South America, not Ghana, Africa. But I've been to Africa as well, but I've been to Guyana, South America. And when I bought the ticket, the ticket was about, I mean, let's say 400 bucks, right? Round trip, 450, whatever, right? Give or take, 500, just to push it. And I went and got a hotel, and the hotel was like 110 bucks, let's say, I think 90 bucks a day, let's just say, right? And this is a hotel attached to a casino like the hot spot where it's going down exactly. you know what I mean and uh, it's not like the most fanciest hotels it's a hotel attached to the casino sleeping hotel in Guyana amazing hotel so I went and stayed over there right and I went there with a thousand US dollars right and I paid for the hotel separate so I'm, I'm not saying hey I paid for the hotel right, for right. so let's just say I stayed there for five days I spent $600 on a hotel I spent $500 on a plane ticket that's $1,100 right I had a thousand dollars cash in me and every time I left Guyana, I've been there like three times. I have a business I set up over there and everything, trying to work with the government. Think, you know, hopefully we get some contracts in. But every time I left there, I went there a thousand cash. Yeah, I'll yeah. give away five hundred bucks mm -hmm. every single time. I and, I and I'm talking about. I went there. I'll meet two or three people. I'll pay for everybody's meals every single day right. for a whole three to five days, and I'll leave with. I'll give away $500 because I never took money home with me. I was like, you know, I brought it there to, to and these people, you know, of course, cost of living is less. I mean, like, I have a buddy of mine one time, his family was in Africa, right? And he's like, listen, bro, send him, send him 60 bucks. I'm like, bro, what the hell is 60 bucks? He said, 60 bucks pays all their bills for the whole month. Mm -hmm. 60 bucks pay all their bills for the whole month. It's cheaper to travel in those countries than it is to live in America. Yeah, it's crazy. So with the plane, I've had, you know, I seen a four hundred, five hundred dollars just in rent and food. I, I seen a girl the other day on the internet. Um, they were saying, hey, is this girl like, like messed up in the head for this? I don't remember where she flew from, but she flew from one country, whatever, where she was, Europe, wherever she was, to Africa to get her hair braided, and it is like she felt like, hey, it was. And she said, I was, I'll go back again. Right. You know what I mean? She'll go back again. I've seen you pay $15 to get a style that costs $300 in America. So Come on. It's a big, huge difference. Come on. Big and the difference. quality of food. The quality of food there. Remember. Oh, my God. Remember, mm. don't forget. You know, <laughs> don't forget, though. I love my, my country. <laughs> you really swear. I do love my country, for real. Just my children and my wife Thank my lucky stars To be living here today Cause the flag still stands for freedom And they can't take that away And I'm proud to be an American Where at least I know
And I will stand up. Oh, my God. <laughs> Somebody make no, a stop, please. For real, man. You know, I mean, listen. Oh, it's, it's, you know, oh, the blessings Lord. are here. I mean, the blessings are here. Imagine, I mean, and, and that's the great thing about and what I personally love about being American is, you know, we have, we, yeah, it's a lot of BS here too, but it's a lot of freedoms as well. Like, because you're American, you can set up an Amazon account, right? Go live in Costa Rica at maybe two hundred bucks a month, mm-hmm. and sell your products yeah, and fulfillment, <laughs> and make and make ten thousand. Huh? No, I'm saying that Costa Rica is not that cheap. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Like Costa Rica is not that expensive. I, well, you know what? You know my favorite. You said two hundred dollars. How much so. is it to live over there? You think? I mean, it's pretty cheap, but not two hundred dollars. I had a I had a friend of mine who told me that they lived in Costa Rica for I think eight hundred bucks. That was with uh, uh, someone who cooked their food. You can live at $500 a month. I mean, with a man um, that cleaned rent. the house and cooked their yeah, food and everything. Yeah. Was like, he was paying like 800 bucks. He retired. I mean, he retired from the U.S., um, was getting his uh, Social Security, and lived in Costa Rica like a king. Yeah, I mean, you can. I, I know a lady, she uh, she was working for the Florida Department of Corrections. Uh, she was like almost like a warden or whatever, right? And she went and lived in, um, it's one of these other countries out there, like Honduras or something like Nicaragua, somewhere way up there, right? It's one of these South American countries. And she's like, yo, like, if she lived in America, she'll be broke immediately. I mean, yeah, on retirement. So she's like, I have to go over there, you know what I mean? Because I can live my life and I can live the next 30 plus years. I mean, off my social security exactly. and my my and, and my four one three beautifully, and beautifully, beautifully surrounded yeah. by lush, just atmosphere, yeah, yeah. ocean. My, one awesome of my boys, food, one of my boys, uh, Haiti too. I mean, I'm Haitian, and I'm not promoting Haiti because I'm Haitian, but you know, Haiti is beautiful, beautiful country for those who know. Like you know, of course, they're always going to tell you every place is bad because they want to keep away people from there because of other reasons. I mean, it's like they want to keep away people from Africa. They say Africa got AIDS and all this stuff, but it, I've been to Africa. Africa was beautiful. I was in uh, Botswana, Gaborone, Botswana, my, and I was invited there by my Jewish brother, white Jewish brother, who was in the diamond and gold business. You know, Bobby, you know, I mean, he's still in the business, very legitimate business, has all the licenses. Bobby Weiss, thank you, my brother Bobby Weiss, for telling me. You know, he didn't give me a dollar towards it, but he told me, hey, let's go. And what I did was, I said, you know what, Some, since I'm going to go, I went with my family, I invited everybody I knew. I said, hey, everybody, all you have to do is buy your plane ticket, I'll pay for your room and board, and I'll pay for all the food and everything else. So that was my gift. Because what I try to do on my birthday, you know, it's like a Jewish thing, you give back to people instead of you take receiving gifts, right? So that's what I did. I invited everybody, and everybody who bought plane tickets, a lot of craziness was going on because of COVID and this and that. and. Um, it ended up being like uh, the five of us, you know, there are six crazy. of us, including my daughter, was there too. Um, but yeah, but um, it was all friends, <laughs> okay. I mean, everybody, people, people, no, more, no, a lot of people bought tickets, but even like Ace, you remember Ace, uh, uh, nephew, mm-hmm. Ace, uh, you know, I'm saying him and his brother, I think his mom were coming. And they turned them around. They said they'd have this paper and that paper and this. And they had to mm-hmm. do the COVID shot. And this was the beginning of COVID and everything. Right. Like the end mm-hmm. of COVID, middle. I don't remember what part it was. So it was like, it was a crazy time at that time. You know what I mean? So I think it was like the big beginning of COVID. I remember we almost got stuck in Africa. Because they actually started shutting down airports. So when we got to uh, Africa, um, for us to come back. So when we got to London, I think, 
uh, the airline stopped functioning and they had to transfer to a different airline. And then um, because that because of COVID, they stopped. And when we went to when we got to Africa, they just gave like an alert, Amber Alert, whatever the alert is, one of these alerts that says, "Hey, you can't we shut down America." And they're they're just about to put it up, and they were trying to give us hassle to come back. Like we're almost stuck in Africa, and you know, thank God, you know, we made it back. You know what I'm saying? We made it back in one piece. And then maybe a couple of days, a couple of weeks later, they shut, they're shutting everything down, airports and everything. You know what I mean? But you know, they said during COVID, the world, the earth, repaired itself so much because there's nobody walking, nobody on the streets, there's no uh, pollution. Remember, everything shut down. They said the repair that the earth had for those couple of weeks of people being stuck in their homes was like, I mean, it's amazing. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So are we basically so killing the planet? We're killing, we're killing the planet. Well. You know, they prove it. It's proven. I mean, when we walk on the earth, when we, you know, um, put our emissions out there from our vehicles, that's not really electric, though. I mean, I'm electric now. Shout out to electric people out there. It's not a one point. It's really a very positive thing for everybody who's electric out there. Well, Kalima. You know, you know, how, you know how I remember your name? It's, it's Kalima, right? Am I right? I just keep on thinking clitoris in my mind. I promise you. I promise you. I promise you. No, I'm serious. I'm so serious. I'm not saying that as a joke. She's going to you. And on that note. I'm not saying that as a joke. I'm saying it's Like, in my mind, every time I say And on that note. No, I'm not saying it a bad way. I'm not saying it a bad way. I'm saying it with love. I mean, to find something to throw. You trying to find? Dang, you really searching that bag to find something to throw? You're my, you're like, man, I gotta throw something. I told him to do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm not. I, I fulfill my my words. Uh, I'm a fulfiller. Please don't throw, throw me the the wallet. I mean, throw me the throw me the passport. Let me see how many those stamps in there. Oh, well, yeah, you hit me. No, don't don't throw no more. You said I was gonna throw. You didn't say you had to hit. You know. Okay, right. So, <laughs> so I guess uh, what are we gonna do? We, we out of here? We're we gonna do. Yeah, I think that's a wrap. You done talking about fallback? You everything's good to go now. I don't feel. I don't feel back. You fell back. Have you heard that new song that came out by Iceberg, Funky Night? No. No, no uh, I didn't. Well, you check out this new song came out by a Miami rapper named uh, Ice Billionberg with the ghost world. Y'all have a good night, good day, good blessings, love and peace. Billy and, uh, on the check in. Rust on the track. I know someone do, but can I call you baby? I know that back in your country, they say I'm no good, they say I'm lazy. But on the contrary, baby, I put that work in if you let me. I put that work in if you let me. Girl, get ready. It's gonna be a funky night. It's gonna be a funky night. Girl, get ready. It's gonna be a funky night. It's gonna be a funky night. I wanna lay you all the time, not a quick day. Any day, anytime, take a sick day. Giant standing six eight. I got a heart made of gold in my rib cage. I know a lot of niggas fold, but I'm here, babe. Treat me good, make me say your name on my mixtape. Take me out the streets, I'll be an inmate. The mother guys drain you, I give you all intake. Huh, I 
I'm staying tall in it. I tell you I'm a driller, standing on all business. If you wanna walk in the park, I'm the wrong nigga. If you ain't strong, I'll probably have you pouring liquor. And I don't wanna be toxic, they wanna be lied to. I wanna be honest. Get on some king shit, them boys on some pawn shit. I'm trying to wake up to you in the morning. I know someone do, but can I call you baby? I know that back in your country, they say I'm no good, they say I'm lazy. But on the contrary, baby, I put that work in if you let me. I put that work in if you let me. Girl, get ready. It's gonna be a funky night. It's gonna be a funky night. Everybody else, I just wanna finally find my love and get up out of here. I only been single for one night, it feel like about a year. So how about we zip right up out of here? Zip right up out of here. 